Hello. Thanks. No device found. Michael, did I forget to hook up my microphone? No. No, you sound good. He's complaining about, like, no camera found. Mm. I don't care. I don't care about the... Mm. Skype, Skype, is Skype is complaining? Can you imagine that? I can't imagine that. A camera? No, can you imagine? Oof. I mean, you did that once with uh, with Roderick, right? You had a camera and started, started yeah. video? Yeah, I think he misunderstood and thought it was going to be visual. No, no. Ugh. It's a different thing. Yeah. Different thing entirely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <sighs> Podcasting is when you don't have to comb your hair. Mm. Not, that, not that that stops you anyway, right? Well, I do have a new haircut. I look pretty great. Hmm. I got glasses. I got a haircut. I look fantastic. Oh, I heard about the glasses. Yeah. 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 I mean, um, yeah, you know, the experience in the chair and the experience in the room, um, it looked, you know, my operator does a kind of haircut that, uh, it's a little bit Floyd the barber where it looks pretty good in the chair. And then you go home and you're like, huh, I'm not hmm. so sure. I said, like, so like, uh, I should do a photo for you. I, I kind of look like I'm in a boy band. You had, yeah, you have a photo. I want to see the, the glasses, whatever photo you showed John. Oh, okay, hang on a second. Um, when I was listening to that, I said, he just, why did he not send me that photo? Oh, sorry. Okay, hang on. All right. I got I to take off my cans for a minute, so you have to talk for like uh, 20 seconds, okay? Oh, we can just assume that Merlin is now peeing hang into on, a small Hang on, hang on. I'm taking them off. I can hear you fine. Hang on. All right. <laughs> Three, two, one, headphones off. Don't say anything mean. Okay, I'm clicking. <sighs> All right, how do I look here? Let's see. Headphones off, but you're like two inches from the microphone. I can hear still, talking. So. Well, oh. you told me I'm supposed to talk. Ah, 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 ah. Okay. Ah, okay. <clears throat> you're not going to get the full bloom effect, but you'll get. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I got a Hitler Youth thing going on. Uh, I'm clicking. This beta's slow. <laughs> Stop with the betas. How <laughs> many betas? You should tell. You should tell that story. I got all kinds of stories, man. I've been having a day. Woo! <laughs> short version. Oh, here we are. I got a photo. Uh, I was going to say short version is that uh, Merlin is now breaking his hardware with betas. <laughs> I didn't break nothing. You look like a nice lesbian lady. I do. I look like an older lesbian lady. Yeah. Who could, who could well, use not a that shave? old. I mean, come on. Cut yourself a break. Not that uh, old. Yeah. So are these are these the glasses that are the uh, the sort of approximation of the glasses that your sister in law threw out? Now that you're mad about it, right? I'm not mad. Um, I I like to think so. Yeah. Hmm. You don't, I don't like know if I ever saw the sister in law glasses. Okay, it's in my. Hang on. Um, so I feel like these glasses might be too big for your head. Mm. Thanks. I'm it's so hard to tell this. though. Yeah. Well, you could tell uh, Roderick was disappointed at first, and then he he recovered. Uh, it was, was he disappointed with the glasses or the the man oh, behind me? Probably. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's a. There you go. Let's see what we got here. I'm All just right, saying well, for that's as, a much younger man behind those glasses. Come on. And I could change that. How it's twelve years ago. Give me a break. I look great for my, I look great for my age, John. I look so good for my age. I'm fit. I look great. I, I have a lot of emotional and mental problems, but I look All terrific. Right. So these these two pictures are not equivalent because one of them is straight on and one of them is on an angle. But I'm, I'm going to say I'll that, just open Acorn. Yeah, no, you can just rotate that. Enhance. Um, <laughs> track 35 left. Stop. Uh, it could be a hard copy right there. All right, so the, this the the old glasses uh, were not as tall. The lenses were not as tall. I think. Yeah, yeah. That's what I think about that. The old the old ones were darker a little bit, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I just mean like in terms of like you go to an internet glasses place and that's pretty close. Yeah, I yeah, I can't see the I can't see the temples. Uh-huh. We learned that word now, right? 
temples. I can't, I can't see the temples. See, on no, they do. Look, they do look big. No, I feel like I look like Annie Potts. Do I look like the Ghostbuster secretary? Uh, no, they're not. They're not eighties big. They're just. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to tell. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, they were the, you know. the hair, though. Like your hair. What your hair is doing in the old picture? Yeah. Uh, kind of. It's kind of reaching for the sky there. Well, yeah. It's a different cut. Does it? Does your hair do that anymore? Or does no. it not do that? God, you got me at sixes and sevens. I was in a good mood. Okay. Oh, Jesus. So now, this your... is a legitimate question. Like, well, it could be a style choice. We're like, I don't style my hair like that anymore. Okay. Or it could right. be a non-choice, which is like, even if I wanted my hair to do that, it doesn't do that anymore. Okay, you asked for it. You know what you're going to get? You're going to get context, and you're just going to have to live with this. You're just going to mm-hmm. have to live with some context. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Oh, it's not going to be good. Okay. There you go. You want some Delta? There's some Delta. That's the before. I think I've seen some of the before. There was a lot of hair going on. Well, that's that's with my operator. I'm waiting. I got the three dots. Ah, oh, Jiminy. It's just, never mind. It's, it's pointless. <laughs> Hang on. It's No, it doesn't sit. No, this is not on a beta. That's on Mojave. Uh, okay, I'll go find this and I'll say, you know, I can't send, <laughs> I can't send images and messages mm-hmm. on my Mac. It just, the blue line just stops. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard about the blue line. You've heard of other people having the, it? The thin blue line, yeah. Oh, it's not just me. Yeah, it was a different, a different time, the 70s. Mm. Oh. Was that thin blue line? Was that the 70s or 80s? No, it was uh, 88, probably 89. 80s, hmm, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it happened in the 70s. All right. Uh, okay, so I'm sending it from my uh, information phone, which has the beta on it. Okay. Uh, see if you got... Oh, wait, was that you? That is... <laughs> I don't know. I've just, I I just got it once. Instead of, all right, all right, here we go. Here that's we before. Go. That's with my operator. Yeah, that's a lot to work with there. Yeah, that's a live in the woods type look. Mm-hmm, sure, sure. So I see she's got, she's got her work cut out for her. You know, she's just Literally. rolling up the sleeves to try yeah. to take down what you're what you're the heat that you're bringing mm-hmm. <laughs> you can see what i'm working with yeah so so the thought was i said you know what you know what judy i don't want to be creepy i said mm-hmm. judy now judy as you know i usually get a two and a half on the sides a finger length blended on top and this time i said i said you know what i brought in a picture i brought it i brought in i brought in two pictures <laughs> right. go ahead have your fun what I'm what fine. If I had your uh, encyclopedic command of celebrity names, I would tell you which two celebrities you look like a blend of, but I can't. Everyone I can't do says it. William it. H. Macy it. in a movie that I haven't seen. No, you got you to pick two people. It was always, always two things with you. Two. Wow. What what two celebrities? Com- Just a sprite tonight? Okay, here we go. No. I'm sending this on my information phone. I sent, uh, I t- sent an old picture. Uh, I brought in an old picture of myself and a, and a picture of this actor. Was what I started mm. with, right? That is Mark Evan um, Jacobs. Jacob uh, from Mark? the Good Place. From the Good Place. Right? Yeah, he's from lots of things. That guy. That was not a good cut. Yeah, that's not but what, he, it's not what I got. Well, Judy's not operating. Got, this is an eighteen dollar haircut. An eighteen. I didn't. Even, you can see in the reverse in the mirror if you zoom in. I could have gotten a flat top for thirty bucks. This is. An, I think it's an eighteen or twenty two dollar haircut. I don't remember. No. But anyways, I brought in a picture of Mark Evan uh, Jacob uh, uh, Evan Wilson. What's what's her name? Who am I thinking of? Westworld. I brought in this photo of this actor, and I said, "This, this is kind of what I'm going for." And she said, she gave me pretty much the same haircut she always does. And but and then it was long, and I said, "Hang on a minute, Judy. Let's leave it kind of long on top, just for fun." And so that's what she did. And then she styled it in the chair, and I had a like I say, a Floyd the Barber situation. 
Now you can't see here, but it's very mushroomy in the after photo that I sent you. No, yeah, I can see. I can see the mushroom going. Yeah, on. What's, so, what's the family's? What's the family's verdict? Uh, well, it was a surprise. Mm-hmm. I, I did it and didn't tell them, and they were very, very happy and very, very positive. Oh, My daughter right. has been lobbying for a haircut for six months. So, so she was very happy about that. But I was told this morning that I need to go back to Judy and I need to get a second haircut because I've got like a... a first, the first one didn't take. Yeah. She, I, I don't want to say exactly what she said because it could be perceived wrong. And I don't want my daughter to get brigaded. But she mm-hmm. said, no offense, but you look like you could be on Queer Eye. Mm-hmm. And I said, I take that as a compliment. As the before or the after? As one of the helpers. And helpers. so um, I look... the helpers, Merlin. <laughs> Watch for the helpers. I uh, look like I, I have with these glasses and this hair. I the wed with these glasses and this hair. I look like a keyboard player uh, in a not very good new wave band. So I, I want to tone down the mushroom effect. Well, someone someone who was a keyboard player in a not very good new wave band in the eighties was and is. I think yeah. I think probably yeah. I was in the band a long time ago, and then now today I'm thinking I can still kind of pull that off. You know? Yeah. All right. I see that. So I think I'll probably get, I'll go back to Judy and I'll say, look, I'll pay for a second haircut. What's 18 bucks to a professional podcaster? Mm-hmm. Go ahead and give me another, give me a secondary trim. Just keep cutting until it works. Yeah. It's like they say about Michelangelo. Same thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Anyway, I look better. Don't you think? And I can see now. I can yeah. see. So you look, you look more wow. put together. That's for sure. You used to think I was handsome. You used to say it all the time. Yeah. No, well, you still, you still got this good structure under there. You can see yeah. it. I have good bones. Yeah. I don't look haunted. <laughs> I look haunted in this photo. I do. I look like I look like somebody just pulled the mask off my head and revealed me as the crooked land. I, mean, I, I feel like this this picture of you uh at, at your hair haircutting place of business. Yeah. The oh, the main thing that is saving you is the fact that you're holding an expensive phone. Take away that expensive phone and it's mm-hmm. like it's a different it's a different vibe. Entirely. I should probably draw certain conclusions about her decorating style. It is a very uh, kind of 80s look in there. She does like wavy mirrors. She likes wait. Don't shh. Shh. Sorry. Um, sorry. OPSEC. OPSEC. Um, it could be anybody. So, yep. Yeah, that's uh, that's where I am right now. And I like the glasses. It's so nice to be able to see. But yeah, no, that's good. what about uh, 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 Evan, Evan Michael uh, Woodson? Do you think that would be a good haircut for me if I got that haircut? We're talking about the judge from The Good Place. The guy from, uh, was it the Thrilling Adventure show? That's, that guy? that's not a haircut. He just has sections of his very oddly shaped head painted. Like, you can't, you need that head before, you don't, it's like, give me that haircut. So, oh, do you have that You think head? he's got like a Stephen Miller thing where he's got like painted on hair? No, but like there's not, the hair is not doing much. The head is doing all the work and then there's just sections of very, his head that are I'm colored. Not, I am not a coarse Mediterranean like you. I have very mm-hmm. narrow hair. Mm-hmm. Okay? And so my hair doesn't do a lot unless I do something to it. Mm. So you're saying so in the in the younger picture here, you just, there's some product happening oh, yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. I I still use an Aveda product, but uh, it's not the same. They don't make my Aveda product anymore. Those were the glory days. That's when I was famous. This is w, at WWDC in 2012, and that was some good hair. No, no. Um, it, it looks like a deodorant, and uh, it's got this stuff, and it's real tacky. And now I've had to. I'm reduced to using the wax, and I use just a little bit, size of a dime. And then I spank it on my hands real hard and I heat it up like this. And then I zhuzh it. 
So now that we've gone through all this, how mm-hmm. many of these pictures that we've been looking at and talking about are you going to put in the show notes, if any? Oh, not a single one. Not one? Not even the, the younger, handsome one? That's I mean, I feel like you, one of these one. is it's not available. even a picture of you, so you can safely put that in. Mm. Uh, I'm, I'm glad. You know what's nice? My hair doesn't wake me up anymore. Time was, uh, mm-hmm. and I was really, I was really up against it in New England. It just, you, you just be, you'd be drifting out to sleep, and your hair would be like, "Hey, yeah, hey buddy, hey, hey, you up, hey buddy, yeah, you up, yeah." No, it would flop on my face because you can see in the <sighs> oh. one where I look like I live in the woods. You can see it's yeah, long enough sure. to flop on me. Yeah, well, but hmm, okay, no, All go right. ahead. I mean, you had. I thought this is why you had sleep hats to deal with this. I do, but one doesn't want to need a sleep hat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you considered? Have you considered some kind of scrunchie or band? Oh yeah, sure, I have. Like you know, with the, the little baby girls, they don't you know they don't yeah, have yeah, enough hair to make a ponytail. Thing on top, yeah, so yeah, you yeah. do right right in the center, like the unicorn horn. Like I, that's uh, all you got. Now that enough time has passed, I can probably uh, share this not very important anecdote. But but while some mutual friends of ours were on vacation and visiting together, I, I received a message. Uh, from the extroverted woman of that uh, cadre who said, send me a picture of your hair right now. And I did. And then, and then, and then uh, I took requests. Uh, I did, uh, let's see. So here's the picture I sent. It was to Tiff. Oh, I can't send it from here. Urgh! Okay. Never mind. You're Never mind. You're I, surrounded by technology. I'll send, send it. you, I'll send you one of me with, I did a, uh, here's one of me with that. What do you describe that as? How do you describe that? Little, little, little girl, little baby girl. You do the top There's not enough ponytail. hair yet to do, to do any kind of like pigtails or ponytails. There's just enough hair. If you gather up all the longest hairs to gather them all together and mm-hmm. where the little thing is is where it is. And usually it's like right on top of the head. Yes. And so I yeah. sent that as requested. There you go. All right. Sure. Yeah. Let's see that. So that's also what I would do when I paint my miniatures. Now, here's the thing that's also important to understand when I paint my little my little guys mm-hmm. is uh, uh, I would have to wear the glasses with an arm missing on my face. I put my hair up like this so it wasn't in, in my eyes. And then sometimes I'd also wear, you know, the thing the cleaner wears in Toy Story 2 where you got the magnifying glasses and the lights and stuff? I have one yeah, of those yeah. that I would wear on top yeah. of my glasses. It's for display only. So that, that, <laughs> is he specimen man for cleaning? Uh, that's, uh, so that's what I was working with. And yeah, so I would have to get it out of my face. Otherwise it would impede my paint ting. Yeah. No, yeah. You got it. You got it going on. Oh, I yeah. can see. All right. All right so you're going to, you're, you're going to, now, now that I see the, the little thing you've done to yourself, I'm kind of missing your long hair. Oh, geez, I mean, see, this down, is how it is with you. I know. I didn't know. I didn't know what it could have been. Like I yeah. just always seen it just kind of flopping down, like kind of the stringy, mm-hmm. crazy person hair. But now I see that it could have been so much more. Well, I've known for a while that it was not a terrific look. Mm. I was kind of sticking with it, and, and uh, partly by request, my lady friend said you should see, you should grow a mustache, and you should see how long your hair can get. Mm-hmm. I think mainly she's looking for a visual reason to leave me. But <laughs> I, but I thought, you know what? Fine, I'll take you at your word. And so I did it for a while. But uh, no, it got to a point where nothing looked good. And uh, as I said, you know, we went back and forth about this. Remember, I said I look like um, uh, John Casal in uh, Dog Day Afternoon. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had that going on for a while. So, so anyway, I, I feel pretty. I felt pretty good about it till now. You know. So, uh, okay, got all that. I'm gonna close this and ah. Chica, chica. <laughs> This episode of Reconcilable Differences is brought to you in part by ExpressVPN. 
Learn more about ExpressVPN right now by going to expressvpn.com slash diffs. Now, you might think that nobody wants your online data. Nobody wants to snoop on you. Who are you? You're nobody. No, you're not. You're somebody. You're listening to this program and people want your stuff. You need ExpressVPN. Because the problem is when you browse the web without anything to protect your privacy, you risk hackers, ad companies, and more collecting your data. Happens to all of this, all of us all the time. Ugh, so gross. Please try out ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN runs in the background of your computer or your, uh, your device. I, I have it on all of my devices. It encrypts your data, hides your public IP address, so you just download the app, click to connect, and you are protected. Hey, you know, ExpressVPN was rated the number one VPN service by TechRadar. Huh. Uses new cutting-edge technology called Trusted Server to make sure there's no logs of what you do online. That's pretty cool. It costs less than $7 a month, and it comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Now, I don't know if you guys listen to this show. I, I assume you do because you're listening to the show, but I've had to travel, and I hate traveling. And I'll tell you one thing that takes a little bit of the stress out of travel for me is I do use the ExpressVPN. Anytime I get on somebody's janky Wi-Fi, I flip on the ExpressVPN. I say, uh, hey, I'm not here. Huh? Who? Me? No, I'm in, I'm in New Jersey. I'm in Los Angeles. I, I'm not anywhere until I'm home. Do you know what I'm saying? Get ExpressVPN. It'll protect you. You need it. Just go get it. So protect your online activity today. And you find out how you can get three months free. Go to expressvpn.com slash stiffs. That's D-I-F-F-S. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash diffs for three months free with a one-year package. Say it thrice and it's all almost like praying. Get to take back your online privacy. Go to expressvpn.com slash diffs. Our thanks to ExpressVPN for supporting Reconcilable Differences and all of Relay FM. So... Uh, you can ask me about, no, don't ask me about my chair. That's boring. You can ask me about my Apple TV. Oh, yeah, I got to add the thing. Yeah, before we do that, we got to talk about Relay stuff, but I will add Oh, yeah, we do. I, I, I didn't ask you about this, but I figured you wouldn't mind. You're going to make me do it. You're going to mute, right? Hang on. I'm, I'm, ty- I'm typing the chair stuff. Uh, Merlin's chair. All right, I did it. Okay, Merlin's chair. chair. I see your, see your cursor. Re, yeah, relay, relay, douche, douche, douche. Relay FM. I relay. really got the, the the naming wrong. I think the style guide is relay FM. It's you not say relay, relay dot, dot FM. FM, and it's not just relay, even though that's how we say it a lot. It's relay FM. Well, it is relay dot FM. If you say relay FM, you're going to get that's something the, different. That's the that's the host name, but <sighs> the company is relay FM. I think anyway. www uh, full stop relay full stop fm mm-hmm. is a podcast mm-hmm. network yeah. that we happen to be a part of i think we just celebrated our third anniversary they say birthday i think that's a little too cute by half but we uh, mm-hmm. i think we just celebrated the third anniversary of this show or the second anniversary depending on whether you're starting from zero uh, but in any case uh, relay is a, a really good podcast network that we happen to be a part of and uh, we want i just want to let you know uh i didn't ask john about this but i wanted to let you know about a few uh pieces of information did you get my did you get my uh, iron giant joke when? Uh, Follow-up colon Relay's fifth birthday. Uh, and all that that implies. I don't, I'm not sure if you nailed that quote. I'm yeah, pretty I sure I did. Mm. What's his name? Kent? Is it a double that? And all that that implies? Or all, all that, that it all implies? That it implies? I don't know. Yes, anyway, I've got you there. I'm all that it implies. I'm not entirely sure. <sighs> www.relay.fm is a podcast network, uh, of which we happen to be a part uh, for three years now. And uh, Relay is coming up on their uh, fifth birthday. Uh, They're celebrating five years of Relay, 
and uh, uh, the birthday is separated is, is celebrated in the uh, the month of August, which I guess is when it was birthed or anniversed, mm-hmm. when it was wedded. Uh, yeah, we, we don't celebrate the conception. Is that is that a uh, is that a Jewish thing? You can't name no. it, right? You can't name it till. Does born. anyone celebrate conception? I don't know. Well, I think a lot of you the know, South. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I know. I, I celebrated. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, <clears throat> Relay Relay FM is a podcast network of which we happen to be a part, and uh, they're celebrating their fifth birthday in the month of August, and and that means big things. Uh, first of all, uh, that means that for us as a member of the network, we will have uh, an episode coming out in the month of August that is uh, for folks who are paying members of the uh, of the network. That, that sounded snooty when I said it that way. Well, well we it's a special people? episode. We've we've done this we've done this every year, and we we try to make it we try to make it special for the people, for the we fans, do, for the nice people. We um, yeah, which which means it's usually what's spe- what's special about our special episode. Well, how is this month different from other exactly. months? Uh, well, what happens is that all the shows on the network do uh, at least one special episode uh, for our uh, beloved members, and those are folks who have elected to um, give us some of their hard-earned money in exchange for the show. And uh, you're saying to yourself, well, gosh, why do you never mention this? It's because that's not a thing we want to mention all the time. We mention it this time of the year so that you can go and you can support us. And I don't mean to be yelling, but it makes me angry. The idea of you saying that makes me angry. You go and you support the show. You could become a member and there's different metallic uh, associations. It could, it could be silver or I think like, you know, an obtainium. And then you become a member and you get uh, you get access to this feed. And John's going to tell you more about the feed because I know you like to talk about the feed. All I want to say to you is that you, there will be a special episode of our show for members coming uh, later in the month. Let's put it that way. And um, as John says, we like to keep it special. And uh, so previous guests have included... If memory serves, uh, John Roderick from the rock band The Long Winters, um, uh, Max Temkin and Alex Cox from Cards Against Humanity, and uh, uh, Todd Vaziri of Star Wars was our guest. Mm-hmm. And um, we, uh, John and I, by mutual assent, we're very excited to uh, get the guests that we uh, have for this month. And uh, so you go there and, and all the different shows, all the great shows uh, on Relay, you get those. But, but what else is great about that? that tell me what's great about that feed, John. Right, so the feed is the special episodes made by us, and it's not just going to be the special episode we make this year, but it's all the past special episodes, and it is also all the special episodes of every single other show. That all shows every year, same feed, one price. Right, and yeah, so every every year it becomes more valuable. Um, mm-hmm. and we're not going to announce on this show who our special guest is, because, you know, who knows, things could fall through or whatever, but it's going to be somebody special. Um and special to but, us. like right but yeah. in like the in the next show that we record we will tell you who it ended up being <gasps> uh, because it's not as if if you oh well i didn't sign up when i heard this so oh, i guess it's right. too late it's never too late you can be a member at any time this is just the time of the year when we talk about it so anyway yes. the, the relay member feed is great um it has so and every year more content appears and it's mostly timeless stuff like it's not like they're we're talking about the news in the member episodes it's all sorts of fun things in mm-hmm. that feed that you definitely want to listen to. And the longer you wait to become a member, the more of a backlog you'll have. So, Yeah, and unlike um, those jackals over at Maximum Fun, where I pay them, we mm-hmm. name our show really well, so you can find it and like it makes sense and stuff. Yep. <sighs> so frustrating to try and find the shows. John, you go through, I go through my bespoke, I love those guys, but I go through the Maximum Fun feed because I, I want to find the shows, and it's, it's all very strangely named. We don't do that to you. We, we have great names for our shows. So it's very easy to identify. 
anyway, I'll, here's what I will say. I'm going to give a clue about this. And the only clue I'm going to give is don't, don't, you know, just keep it in your pants. All I'm going to say is. Is it, is it Obama? <laughs> well, Barack oh. Hussein Obama. Yeah. Uh, it is a, um, it is, um, it is a person whose work has been discussed on this program and whose work, I'll speak for myself, I really enjoy. And uh, I'm led to believe John Syracuse enjoys. And that person, I'm very excited to, uh, to have on. And we'll have an interview with that person. Or something. A conversation. A conversation. <laughs> Away from those other jackals that person has to be around all the time. That's right. There's that. Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention, I think it's not too late. I think tickets are still available for doosh, 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 the fifth birthday live show here in San Fantastic. You can come out, and that's on a date that I can look up because I already put it in notes unless John says to take it out. August 22nd, San Fantastic. You can come out to the uh, relay.fm slash uh, <laughs> come on out to the birthday party and i will be there i'm leaving my home for part of the day and i will go to that and i think i will be participating in things there will be other relay hosts there and if you're the kind of person who wants to see people that are on podcasts you should come and you can get tickets for that and there's a link in the show notes to tickets if john allows it keeps it in that's in there and, uh, and so you can you can come out and you can see people i saw a list of some of the people and it's a lot of people who do shows on relay that are going to be there yeah, unlike WWC, where Merlin does not come out to see any of his friends. Bring it in back case, to a real city. Bring it back to a case, real city, and I'll be there. He's going to go out. He's going to see. He's coming out uh, to the fans. He's not coming out to see York any friends. Minute, I go someplace in San Francisco sometimes. But you come uh-huh. out. You come out. You meet the nice people. You hear the podcasts. I imagine I'll do some podcasting thing. But if you just want to come out and like throw a don't throw a drink on me. If you just want to come and hang out, that's fine. That's fine. I will be there. Um. So, so there's that. And then I also put a link in show notes. Uh, I should probably be more canny about this, but I have a link in here to the uh, Relay FM membership page where you can go. And, uh, or if you go to the page for this, which is uh, relay.fm slash RD, you can go and you can click a link and you can make sure the money goes only to us. <laughs> Nobody else. Uh, there's ways to give. Anyway, thank you for listening to the show. Let us never speak of it again. Anything I forgot? Do you know what is expected of you at this fifth birthday live thing that you have decided to go to? I need to, uh, I don't specifically. Um, Mm. But what I said was, I says to him, I says, I said to Steven, who's my point man on this, uh, I said, uh, you know, what time and what do I wear? If you want me to be on a panel, you want me to do a live podcast? If you don't want me to, you know, it's like George Harrison says, I'll play. If you don't want me to play, I won't play at all. Just don't let Yoko sit in my seat. Wow, what a sad movie. Yeah, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't want to spoil it or anything. I'm just wondering if you had... Oh, I if, don't know. I don't know, and I need to uh, uh, hop in the slack and, and see what they want me to do. Um, but well, yeah. You're committed now, so I guess like whatever they want you to do, you're going to Yeah, it's do like it. the chicken and the pig. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so 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 uh, podcast. Check them out. Hmm. And we're recording... Uh, this is Friday, August 2nd. It's weird that we're recording on a Friday night. It's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Kind of weird. I've been a bachelor dad with my kid for a couple of days, so I'm in kind of a silly mood. Mm. We watched a lot of Survivor. Uh, we did a little bit of miniature painting. She's been doing a lot of paper craft. Went and got a bagel this morning. It's been fun. It's nice. It's very low stress for, for a homebody, uh, you know, the homebody two-thirds of the family. I feel like we're still in weird vacation mode, too. Like, for dinner tonight, we had French toast, and then <laughs> we made popcorn, and there were these M&Ms with nutella inside them it's a very confusing night that's you know, really confusing that sounds like like dream logic yeah and then uh, uh, my daughter had a friend over and they watched what did they watch they watched your name wait 
your name. Is that anime? I feel like I know that. Yeah, it is. Don't yeah. worry about it. Well, we're going to have more on anime in a second. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, we have a, uh, we got to sleep over tomorrow because apparently we can't have a whole weekend where nothing happens. Um, the, um, that, we got that going on. I think they're going to watch Descendants 3, which just came out. Um, as I've told you, this is her, her five century photos of her and her good friend that do the sleepovers. And they, they play that game where they watch a Miyazaki movie and then decide which person, which people in the movie need way more drugs and way fewer drugs. And so far, Ponyo's dad has needed uh, the most adjustment to his medication. Always with the drugs. You, you're the one with the drugs and the smoking? Ugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just so, noticed that. But it was, it was a uh, scene in your name where someone lights up. I'm like, oh, yep, they're still doing this. And, uh, <laughs> movie, movies made in just the past few years. People mm-hmm. still lighting up on screen. Just wait. It, was, it was commented on in the movies. It was, someone says, oh, I didn't know you smoked. And the person said, why? Oh, I, I just quit or something. I don't know. And they probably had to just make it fit the mouth. Right. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> so speak, speaking of anime, you put this in there. I didn't put this in there. You, you did this all did by that. yourself. I did that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is uh, courtesy of a listener uh, at Jay Withy. Um, and I did double check this. The, uh, the, uh, the movie Millennium Actress is now streaming on Amazon Prime Video. So if you want to, <laughs> it's always staring at me every week. It's always in here under my homework section. That and the question from Sean Harding about whether I... Don't watch. Yeah, we're not, we're not, we're not Sean's question. You yeah, leave so, that in there, and it stares at me every I, week. Well, I I feel like you can eventually address it. Maybe can not I? Can I collapse this? Does this have? Is there text folding in no, here where no, I can the, disappear there's it? No, there's no folding. No folding. So so you put this in here. Like this is mostly for our listeners because we yeah. talk about Millennium yeah. Actress a lot, and historically it's been hard to find. You can find yes. an illegal copy somewhere, or you could buy like a DVD, not even a Blu-ray. And then I think it eventually came out on Blu-ray. Anyway. Now, there is actually available on a streaming service. So if you have Amazon Prime Video, look for Millennium Actress. It's your opportunity to do what Merlin has not been able to do. To thank do what you, he John. cannot do, oh, which is watch this movie. You, thank you. I saw the first few minutes. It looked very ambitious. Mm-hmm. Uh, my only notes for you are, first of all, I think it the source may be a DVD. Uh, it's not, oh, it doesn't look, doesn't look great. It's not crazy high quality. Uh, the other thing, just for John Syracuse purposes, uh, in my quick inspection, it looks to be... English is the language and English is the subs. So if you're looking for the real deal, you're going to have to go on a. Oh no! Oh no! I thought this. Put it here in the thought, dock. It's all I here thought in the dock. this little dot said English language and subs only. I thought it was two things: English language option A or option B subs only. But fixing what you're saying it, is it is actually the audio is in English and so are the subtitles. No, don't watch this. I'm sorry. I take it all back. Okay. I'm sorry. Rewind. Okay. Jim, Jim can Jim, leave Jim this in. Jim, cut that out, please. No, don't cut it out. <laughs> leave it in so you can hear me being flustered by this. Because What's your official advice, John Syracuse? How should people be watching this? This this movie, it, I don't think this movie was released with an English dub. I think someone added one later and is not good. It's not oh, no. good at all. Do not listen. Do, no, this is one of those, like, sometimes it's good. You know, lots of uh, Studio Ghibli movies have really good dubs and they have famous actors. And, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. But, like, this is not one of those. Don't watch or forget it. It doesn't exist on Prime. Erase from your memory. This video, this movie does not exist on Prime. You have to somehow get it on a plastic disc. Or if you're kind enough to have a friend who's made it available to Mm -hmm. you to watch at your leisure. Yes. Then that is another option. This is very disappointing. Well, so here, I'll I'll try to make everybody, I'll I'll try to fix this because I added this one little tidbit to this uh, item which is that Fathom Events, this thing you see advertised in various AMC theaters, or is it all AMC? <laughs> it's it's not just Christian movies and opera. Yeah, but it's, it is a lot of opera. To be, <laughs> it is to be a fair. lot of Christian movies and opera. Yeah. 
Uh, Fathom Events, I don't know what Fathom Events is other than it is a thing that I see advertised to me in movie theaters and it tells me when there's going to be something out of the ordinary playing in a movie theater like a broadcast of an opera or something. Anyway, Fathom Events. They have Doctor Who. Yeah, that's true. Is going to be playing Millennium Actress in theaters one day only August 13th. Is it in your city? I don't know. We'll put Hmm. a link in the show notes. You can follow the link and try to find out where you can possibly see this. Cool. Now, they are showing the dubbed version on a different date that I won't name. <laughs> I don't I actually don't even know if the show that we are currently recording will be out by August 13th. If it mm. isn't, I'm sorry you missed it. And this is really just for me to tell Merlin. Hey, Merlin. Hey. August 13th, probably in the city that you say you will go out into. Okay. Checking. Checking. Oh, you yeah. Can watch this yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. Right down the street. Oh, 7 p.m. And you can bring your daughter who, who, a little bit late who might us. actually appreciate this movie, unlike mm. you. Yeah, it's a little bit late for us, 7 p.m. 7 p.m. is not too late for a movie. You'll be back at home by 10. Mm, Yeah, but you know, but don't we have school then? It's a 90-minute movie. Let me look here. August 19th. That's the first day of school. August 13th. 13th. Huh. Wait a minute. It's a Tuesday. Oh, 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 I see why you're not saying the dub version. Got it. Because that's the night we record our special episode. Were you aware of that? I am aware of that, but I, A, I don't need to see it, and B, no one should hmm. see the dub. Only see the subtitled one. In, in the case oh, yeah, of okay. That one is, uh, when is that? That's August 13th. Okay. August 13th. Okay, on the cool. big screen. Big screen. Hope it's not 480p. Do, 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 do. One hour, 40 minutes. Wow, so I only need to watch like another 90 minutes. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> This episode of Reconcilable Differences is brought to you in part by Squarespace. You can learn more about Squarespace right now by visiting squarespace.com slash diffs. Listen, make your next move with Squarespace because Squarespace lets you easily create a website for your next idea with a unique domain, award-winning templates, and so much more, whatever it is you want to do. Maybe you want to create an online store or a portfolio or a blog. Well, Squarespace is an all-in-one platform Let's you do just that. With just that, in this case, being whatever it is you want to do. That's Squarespace. There's nothing to install, no patches to worry about, no upgrades are ever needed. You do not have to worry about any of that. Squarespace has got it covered. That's how you know they're Squarespace. They have award-winning 24 by 7 customer support if you ever need any help. They let you quickly and easily grab a unique domain name. And all of their award-winning templates are beautifully designed for you to show off your great ideas. I am on Squarespace uh, all the time. I mean, really, in all the senses. I I use the Squarespace on other people's sites. But you know what? A funny story. I use it for my sites, too. I use it for my personal sites. I use it for the Roderick on the Line podcast. And I love love how easy it is to just deal with. I mean, you set it up. You click a few things, and you got a website. You made internet with Squarespace. How can you not go and do that? (sighs) Just go. Just go to squarespace.com slash diffs. Squarespace plans start at just $12 per month, but you can start a trial with no credit card required by going to squarespace.com slash diffs. That's D-I-F-F-S. And when you decide to sign up, use that very special offer code diffs to get 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain and to show your support for reconcilable differences. Once again, that's squarespace.com slash diffs. Offer code diffs for 10% off your first purchase. Purchase. Our thanks to Squarespace for supporting reconcilable differences and all of Relay FM. All right, let's knock out some minis. Hey, come on, slow down. Hey, it's Friday night. It's a party. 
The minis grow, we knock them down. You set them up, we knock them down. I feel like I had another thing to say. I had another thing to say about something. Oh, yeah, there's my Apple TV. Yeah, let's do some minis. Okay. Uh, This mini for leftover from a previous show. I mentioned that my DMs are open on Twitter. Yeah, I wanted to ask you why you have uh, why you uh, why you have your DMs open. What what is a uh, you know how I like to do this, John? I like to say to myself, uh, if this goes well, what should happen? If this goes well, the following will have happened. Why do you have your DMs open? Right. So when the concept of having DMs open was introduced many years ago, like pre- previously, the only way anyone could DM you is if you followed them. Mm-hmm. And at a certain point, they said, hey, there's, we'll have the ability to have your DMs open, which means anybody can send you a direct message. You don't have to follow them first. And I thought, this is great. I'm going to be really happy to have my DMs open. Why? And, and this answers your question. If this goes well, like what happens? I always found it frustrating to communicate directly, you know, privately with people who follow me who want to communicate privately because I don't want to have to follow them just so they can send me a DM and then remember to unfollow them later and they Uh feel bad when you unfollow them if they have some service to notice that they get excited because I'm following them. Ooh, this person's following me. Like, I hated that dance. Yeah. I just wanted to say, I just want to DM with everybody. Now, the the way they should really do it is if like, if their DMs are, I don't know, anyway. There should be some kind of mutual handshake, but just there should, at least, be, there should just, at least be like uh, Tumblr had something along these lines, but there should be, a, uh, I feel like one easy way would be like if they followed your a basic one, a really basic one would be if they followed you for N weeks. Yeah. Or something like that. Right. Just, but, like, but, just but, to avoid drive-bys. You know what I mean? Just yeah. br- the brigading in response and replies kind of stuff. But really, but I, you know, open was, I was like, fine, open DMs open. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm sure it's not going to be a problem for me. I'm happy the DMs be open and I will no longer have to do that dance where I follow people, DM them and unfollow them. But then they had one more thing they wanted to say. And then they emailed me and say, Hey, you know, you unfollowed me and I couldn't send you this last DM. Like finally, like that's what I'm looking for out of having DMs open. But, but, but what I didn't realize is that Either I failed to open my DMs or I thought they were open by default and they weren't. So for years, I thought my DMs were open and they were not open. Hmm. <laughs> right. Oh, and interesting. Just, right. And so I, did, I just had never had occasion to DM somebody who didn't follow me. Like I thought they were open because like, every time I went to DM somebody, it, it worked. And I'm like, oh, it's great that DMs are open. Really, I was just DMing people who already followed me mm-hmm. uh, who, who are who I already followed or whatever. Yeah. Um, so recently I opened them for real Z reels. You know, found the little setting, clicked the thing, and said, now DMs are actually open. Mm-hmm. And it is different. <laughs> it's a different experience than having my DMs not be open. And I, I'm i not sure quite what I expected. I, I think I expected maybe a little bit more uh, harassment and people being mean. But I did not expect as much PR spam as I'm getting. I don't know oh, why I didn't. you're I get, kidding I get, me. I get PR spam all the time in email. I thought it would be just naked, uh, just naked, dumb abuse. No, PR spam. Oh, like the, no. Like, so, you know, they have a, a product or service or CEO who, I mean, we get the emails yeah, about yeah. it for podcast things, yeah. but I also get all the stuff from like from my Ars Technica days and like just people who have technology products or software or updates or YouTube videos or things they just want to tell me about. And, and mostly in a nice way, but it's a lot of PR spam. I'm like, wow. This is a new, like the the full spectrum PR push now includes uh, DMs to people who have open DMs who seem like they're related to whatever it is that you are trying to uh, spread the word about. Yeah, not so much that I've that I've wanted to close them because right, like right, whatever right. I'll, I'll like 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 round, round numbers. 
if you can say, or you're comfortable saying round numbers about how much do you get over N days? Like, Oh, it's, it's very little. The volume is incredibly like low. Like a few a like, month. Oh no, it's probably like uh, at least one PR spam a week. But like compared to the, like I get one PR spam every 15 minutes in my email. Well, they right? come in, so the, I don't know about you guys. You guys are way more popular than us, but Dan and me, will just get these where it'll just come in waves where it's, it's weird. It's like all of a sudden it'll just be like a blast of like three in a row. Like I, I always think they updated the spreadsheet or got new customers, <laughs> but there'll just suddenly be this wave. And finally there was this, uh, I think probably two, three Sundays ago where Dan and I like independently yet as one, we're like, okay, that's it. <laughs> we're locking it down. <laughs> Cause like we got like, I was, I think it was a Sunday morning and I got like four, four in a row. Um, and yeah, it's, 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 I don't want to say it's the worst, but the, you know, the way that it is, this is, this, this is, this is a very privileged, annoying thing to say, but, um, the way in which spam, spam PR stuff and even just abuse are similar is they don't see you as a human being, <laughs> right? Like you don't yell back at spam. If you've been on the internet for more than a few months, you don't yell at spam. You go like, oh, you. You know, it's just, they're just trying to, they're just trying the car door, you know, and they want to like sell some Viagra or whatever. But, uh, but in both cases, it is, um, it's a little bit dehumanizing, especially, and the thing is with the spam, you don't really believe that that's a sexy lady who wants to know what you're doing at the weekend. You, you don't really believe that. But in this case, the people front as being like, I don't know. And as I, I sound so thin skinned or something about this, but I'm, I've said this to Dan and to the back to work listeners. What I find galling is the whole like pretending to like our show part. Like, do you think I'm that stupid and callow? It's like, it's that I'm going to be really wowed and have your CEO on not just even setting aside that almost every episode we talk about how much we hate getting these. And they say, we I just listened to an episode of this and now I sound like the crazy one. You know what I mean? It's like, Oh, of course, I guess you should just be used to that. You should just be used to people systematically lying to you at scale. It's just a mail merge. I mean, it bugs me. I mean, it more than, anno- it more than just annoys me. It's one thing to jump into seeing your replies that somebody's in there saying, Oh, you know, I find found $5 in this bar of soap. Right. Oh, and that's a good example. You look at Deadwood when the guy shows up. Right. So Seth, Seth, and uh, and what's his head open their open their shop, and then the guy comes up. He says, "Look at this! I found five dollars in this bar of soap. They're giving one away every hour." And Seth walks up to the guy and he's like, "Take your business elsewhere. Go. Like there's going to be problems." And the guy slinks away. That happens all the time on Twitter, where you're showing up and somebody basically says, I found, I found $5 in this bar of soap. Because they're, they're either responding to a hashtag, they're getting in on something trending, you know, and that's like, a whatever, you know, that's annoying. But like when some, somebody's like, is there an API for this? I mean, is there an API for DMs where you would be able to do this? At- oh, of course there is, yeah. I mean, the humans aren't typing these things into boxes and sending them for the DMs, most part. For Twitter DMs. Yeah, sure. It's an API for everything. Okay. So, yeah. so you, but you, you can't get push notifications in Twitterific, but you can't, there is an API to send a DM. Yes. Wow. Okay. That, that's how very, very happy Twitter and normal. clients send DMs. Mm. You know what I mean? Like all third party Twitter clients and first party. Oh, I, I, I meant, using, I meant something that could be utilized at scale in a way that would like escape identification as abuse. Oh yeah, I mean, there's no. You don't need to escape identification. They're just you're just using the API. Okay, like right. um, I, maybe there's some kind of throttling, but I'm sure like the scale is not that. Like that's the thing about that. Like I mentioned, you know, it's just like maybe one a week. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. so incredibly low volume 
But the reason I want to work I, for it, you, but I mean, I wonder how yeah. many they're sending. Cause I mean, like yeah. I had a friend who used to work at a, in the days before stuff like MailChimp and, um, constant contact, but she was at a similar kind of company that was trying to do like white hat mailing list stuff. And like, they would have to be really careful and work with the different companies, including uh, Google to say like, okay, well, like, you know, don't do this thing. Cause that looks really suspicious to our bot. And like, you shouldn't do that because if you push out, you know, this many thousand emails in a minute, like that is really weird. Like, don't do that. But PR spam, like whether it be Twitter DMs or email, it's very targeted. It's not like Viagra spam. Like they have a list of people who are in like tech media and that tech media list is like 300 people. Like the volumes are so low. You can wait th- three seconds. I, can, I, I know from the relay Slack, believe it or not, guys, we do, co- we do compare notes and there will be a surfeit of a certain kind of incredibly cheesy, you know, spam that everybody gets at the same time. Cause a lot of times somebody will pop up and go like, it doesn't happen a lot, but you'll go like, did anybody else get this? Like this crazy wackadoo thing of this one CEO who wants to be on everybody's podcast. And people are like, yep, got that. I got that. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, the volumes are small, hundreds or thousands instead of literal millions. Right. Yes. And so even, even with a reasonable throttle on the API, there's no problem to do it. But like the reason it's impactful for me is my Twitter DM screen has been for like a decade like i'd go to that screen and all i would see are the faces of people i actually know yeah because and the last few things they said like it's even it's even lower it's incredibly low volume because most of the time using iMessage or something but it's basically just like the most private communication with people i know personally Mm -hmm. and now that screen i'm looking at my screen now on my phone 50 percent of the things i see are pr spam from people i've never met Oh, mixed in with the other 50% are actual what I think of as my normal DMs from like people that I actually know, which is a change. Again, very low volume, but it's, it is a surprisingly big change. I just did a quick, I just did a quick count. I've, um, I just jumped in real quick on the DM screen. I've, uh, this is not the number of DMs, but the number of people I've DMed with 11 people since the beginning of July. That's it. I, I tend to delete. And, and the ones that are still here in PR, it's just because I haven't deleted them. I tend to just delete the threads which is a thing that you can do in most clients is just, well, all right, well, I'm, that's a PR spam and you delete it and it's gone and you're not stuck with it being there. So it's not, I can, I can clean this up, but it is, it is a big change for how uh, my Twitter DMs are. So there's the PR spam. There's not much uh, abuse, harassment, uh, hashtag, uh, you know, mm-hmm. white privilege, male privilege, all the, all the privilege. I, I, I just have to imagine you guys get a lot of guff about that. I think most of the people who want to yell at us want to do it in public because mm-hmm. it's part of the thing. This is not you what know? I tune in for. Stick to yeah, computers. Yeah, yeah. The whole point is that other people can hear you for the most part, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then email is uh, most people are going to send email if they have some sort of because they they have a lot to say in their you know private disappointment on us or whatever. Um, but yeah, so I, it's and you get occasional weird things and occasional people who like aren't comfortable tweeting at you in public, but also don't know how to find your email. So they send you long things in Twitter, which is mm-hmm. fine. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's one of the reasons I had it open. It's like, all right, you know, the, the song and uh, on uh, one of my podcasts tells you my Twitter handle. So mm-hmm. lots of people know it. And if they want to communicate with me that way, that's fine too. Like again, very, very low volume. Um, so I think it's mostly been working out. It has more or less solved the problem of me not having to worry about following people to DM them, but obviously it wasn't that big of a problem because I thought they were open for a long time and they weren't. So I, 
mostly give a thumbs up to my experience of having DMs open. Um, yeah, uh, you know, can you spam, think of a, in a redacted in a redacted way? Can you think of an example where you got a, like a nice surprise or like a happy exchange with somebody recently? Uh, let me see. Well, since I've had them open, occasionally I've arranged or d- discussed things with people. Like it's things that could have been like uh, on Twitter. Like they have questions about like my camera setup or mm-hmm. like. You know what chairs I'm using to, you know, thinking of chairs with your chair topic or whatever. Mm-hmm. That could have all been on Twitter, but the, there, there's no uh, length limits or whatever they are. The length limits are very large and and Twitter DMs. And sometimes it's nice to be able to just tell somebody things without having to carefully word everything so that the peanut gallery doesn't jump all over you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even just telling them about a, a camera, you can just say something. I I don't know. It's 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 so much. It's less stressful to communicate one-on-one with the person than it is to communicate one-on-one with the person in a way that you know hundreds of other people are also going to see that conversation. Because mm-hmm. when you know hundreds of other people are seeing it, you don't just have to worry about how the person you're conversing will take oh, what I, you're I, writing. I, I think about it. I absolutely think about it constantly. If, if I will respond at all, and if I do respond, like what will that response be? Right. And I like, mean, like this uh, is this is a the, a way uh, way to um, it's not as dramatic as as this example, but think about somebody on stage with a microphone taking questions, and like any of those people in the audience can sort of whisper to each other. But like if you point to one person and they yell something out, that'll be yelled out, and some people will hear it. But what they're really going to hear is whatever you say into that mic. That's that's what people are going to remember. So if you sound like a tool, like that's no good. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, anyway, I, I think, I think uh, my Twitter DM open experience has been uh, net positive so far, Good. despite the PR spam. Uh, and you know, that's phrased it as me not uh, having to worry about doing follow on follow social dynamic stuff, but it's also gives people another way to get in touch and gives me another way to communicate in a less stressful way. If someone wa- really wants more details about a particular lens on my camera. It's just easier to, it's just more relaxing to talk about that in a Twitter DM than it is. On the other hand, like speaking of camera lenses, now that 70 people have asked me about my camera lenses since I took a bunch of pictures on vacation, mm-hmm. I sometimes I'd rather, you know, I'm demotivated to do a one-on-one, to, to do the fifth one-on-one conversation about my camera lenses. And I'd much rather say, look, lots of people are asking me about my camera lenses. So let me, I would rather commute, have one productive, carefully composed conversation in public about my lenses and then every play, everybody else who asks... I, I go can a just step further. I think that, that. W- that wants to be a blog post. Yeah, it's, but it doesn't, though, because like, I don't know that mm, much about lot, cameras and my lenses are boring. Like, mm. Anyway, it, something with a URL. A Twitter thread has a URL, a blog post has a URL. If I, if I actually had something more substantive to add, I would probably write it as a blog post. But mm-hmm. Anyway, communication. It's still... Yeah, it is... And like, you know, it's, uh, I am, I am a funny mix of prickly about time and attention. And also, I don't want to, I guess in some ways I'm sensitive. I'm not as sensitive as I used to be, but if, uh, it's, it's just, it's no fun to find yourself like jammed up with somebody who's like a provoked an emotion. Like, it's just, it's just not fun. Now, maybe, I don't know if you have emotions, but like, uh, but it's just, it's, it's real frustrating. You don't, you don't know if I have, you want to, you want to reconsider that? I know if you have emotions, you, you pretend to love your kids or you, you say you love them. You like their, you like their photos. 
I push back against this. I know some people embrace it. I do not. I do not embrace the idea that oh, you don't have emotions. It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. No, make but any the sense. problem is if I say uh, on, anything, you're going to fire back at me with some kind of like Spock-like response about what it actually means. And I'm trying to tell you that like I know that I have emotions that are sometimes not rational. Like there are emotions that can be very rational. Like if you watch, if you watch your dog get hit by a car, you're going to be sad. Not your dog, but one's dog. Like I'm saying that I I have emotions that you may not find rational, and you'll take me to task about that. I and, and mm, uh, is that something I do? I do oh that. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my! Do you, All right, do you see un- what you just did? I understand your point. You don't. You don't. You but understand I don't, nothing. But, I, but I, I understand your point. But I don't like it when uh, I'm not you saying tell me I don't have emotions. I. Come on, you know I'm not doing that bit. Mm-hmm. All right, some because some people embrace it, and I don't, and I know because lots of people embrace it. They think I must embrace well, it. Well, then let me let me let me just go ahead and uh, climb inside the Escher drawing. I know you're sensitive about that. Not sensitive. I know that makes you emotional when people tell you you're not emotional. <laughs> yeah, and I'm uh, not. I'm uh-huh. deliberately not trying to provoke you. Listen, here's the thing in life: is like you learn what not to needle people about. I feel like, um, you know, and uh, they're just they're just talking about this on friendshipping. Uh, actually, this week and a really good conversation about like, you know, where like you become one. The, 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 somebody had written into them um, about uh, you know how she, she'd become kind of the butt of the joke as the person who's not good at games and everybody else is good at games. You know, and Jen was just saying, you know, well, you know, uh, that's that that might just be like an affectionate thing, but if it does bother you, you know, you should say something. And if they're your friends, you know, they'll they'll stop doing it. Sometimes people don't realize that they're that they're doing that. But like, I think this is extremely true in relationships. And you you might want to tell me this is not healthy, but I think you learn what somebody else is. Uh, I don't say sensitive about, but sensitized to. I mean, there's a whole mass of things you just don't say to people. There's the well, classic. Well, you better learn that because if you don't learn it, you're not going to be in that relationship very long. Well, let's let's start with the stand-up comedy bit. Uh, did these pants make my ass look big? Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. There's that. So you certainly want to be careful about the '90s uh, stand-up comedy traps you don't want to walk into. When when you do, you want to avoid those kinds of really dumb things. But also, like, never never tell a person they look tired. Like you don't think that's a big deal, but when you tell someone that looks tired, you they look tired. That sounds like code. It sounds like you're you think you're sounding sympathetic, or you sound like you're being empathetic about how they yeah, feel. And, and maybe you even are because maybe you think they do, they do look tired, and that's all you mean by it. But no, that's what not you're how saying though, if you people. say that to a lot of people, you might yeah, as well yeah. say you look old right now, right? Because there's there's a disconnect between uh, what you're trying to communicate and what they're actually what actually is being communicated. Right. I mean, I mean, and again, I mean, there's a reason these become stand up comedy bits because you take just even half a step back, even sometimes before the sentence is out of your mouth, and you realize that what you're about to say to someone sound might as well be, "Is your hair supposed to look like that? Did someone tell you that dress looks good? Uh, is uh, is your makeup supposed to look like that?" These kinds of things. Now, okay, so I'm just saying that's that's like, you know, just be a decent person and be careful about your words with people. But like, I believe, especially with my pals, like I, and this is a very, this might be a very Ohio kind of thing. It's like, I just, I feel like I have my own, I know the things that I am sensitized to. And I feel like I have some sense about what my friends are sensitized to. And that's a line, you know, you have to walk with people. Um and then sometimes you need to, as you say, legitimately kind of pop the stack. Sometimes you need to say, hey, 
I'm going to step outside and I'm going to, as the French philosophers say, bracket this. I'm going to put a bracket around a thing that I'm about to say to you with this meta talk that I'm doing before it. Um, you know, are you okay? <laughs> Sometimes you need to say to your friend, are you okay? But you wouldn't do that as, uh, so did you watch Fleabag? I didn't, but I saw you posting about it, and I'm somewhat intrigued. But I haven't. And, like, no, no, don't watch it. Don't watch it. It's not. It's not for you. But um, mm-hmm. um, but uh, there's uh, there's. Oh, that's right. It's a comedy. Yeah, it's right. a comedy. You won't like it. Okay. You have no emotions. The um, but, but there's a running bit about this very, very, to my mind, very English bit in this, which of course there's so much of that wonderful like smiling civility while you say something devastating to someone. But there's this, this running bit with Fleabag where people keep saying to her, how are you? And like, are you okay? <laughs> like, as if they're like actually inquiring after her. But as mm-hmm. anybody knows, that's an English person's way of saying you look insane or you look mm-hmm. like you look mm-hmm. deranged or like you obviously need money or, you know, or, or whatever. And like, you know, there are those kinds of questions where like sometimes it helps to throw some brackets around it and say to somebody, hey, look, I don't uh, I want to talk to you about something and uh, to, to ask you this, I hope this doesn't sound hurtful, but like, is everything going okay with you right now? Cause, cause you see, I, I feel like you're, you seem really stressed out. <laughs> well, right you got to put brackets on your brackets and it's brackets all the way down. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> you know, cause, cause just the, just the framing can, what can, if I did it without know, talk? It's, you know, well, it's like, it's like you talked about before, like the, the idea of not going to sleep is what's keeping you from going to sleep. Like it just, the brackets, you just got to keep going. Right. Yeah, but there's a reason doctors. There's a reason doctors in TV shows, I imagine, um, in movies, always tell people to sit down. Mm-hmm. So, like as we, <laughs> as we know from the flop house, if a, if a woman vomits in the first act of something, we know that they're pregnant. And we don't know uh, that from the flop house, but yes, they did invent. They did invent that. And they did invent that. Save it for the show. And the. Um, <laughs> The, uh, uh, another one is a doctor will always say to you or, or minister or a friend or whatever will say, uh, sit, you know, sit down and, and sit down, sit down as a command along the lines of, we need to talk, you know, as a statement, mm-hmm. but you know mm-hmm. that like, what if that person passes out here in my lab? You know, you want to like give them a chance to like, I guess, sort of brace themselves. Anyway, I'm not saying you have to be overly performative about this stuff, but I guess my real lesson is like the, try not to be a jerk. You know what I'm saying? But you, Speaking you, of popping that stuff, he was yeah. popping, popping the stack. Yes. You threw that off as an aside on your way to a point which I have since forgotten. Do you remember it? Which one, me? Yeah. Oh. You were uh, on your way to something, and I derailed you by, by objecting to uh, your uh, comment about no emotions. Then we went off on this big tangent. Now here we are back. Pop, 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 pop. We're going to roll it Where back. Where were you going? I don't Where know. Where were you going? Where were you going? No. You did that. What were we we're talking about? We're both too old. We're too no, old to stop. have tandems See, don't, that don't, long. Don't you tell got me to I look you write tired. things down on you cards. You tell me I look tired? You think I look tired? I got a haircut that's just for you. I said, I said we are both too old. Oh, You're so that's fine. Oh, yeah. I see. So, right. oh, so I, include, I include both of us. You think that's effective? Yeah. Mm, boy. Also, you put the thing in, in messages here, and I just, I'm just i not going to read or address it anyway. I kind of want to read it. I kind of want to read it. Anyway, so this is this about an email. Yeah, I'm looking at. Yeah, I'm looking at an email. Yeah, the thing that I find most offensive about this email, where our listener has some um, minor complaints about things, is that <laughs> John Roderick is referred, referred to as John, uh-huh. and I'm referred to as John S. And that is that's some. BS. Oh wow! He so gets the unadorned. He gets the unadorned John, and I get the initial. Yes, because use last names because or, or I, I commit both John. I think that's because the offense. Uh, that I committed that drove him to this. I don't think he wanted to do this. I think he's, he the, felt, he's the primary John. He's the primary. You're John sub one. 
He's, he's, he's first mentioned in the email. All right. So maybe because he's mentioned first and you need to differentiate on the second one. I just feel yeah. like it's inequitable. But I, I want to I highlight this one. Uh, and I, I, I don't normally read. I, I would certainly never in a million years say what the person's name is. But this, was, this is such a great email because this one goes in my little. Uh, so I don't, I don't get a lot of email. Most people are intimidated to uh, contact me. Um, should I read this or not? I think you should not read it. Okay. Poop. But, but it is, yes. <laughs> Sometimes people have uh, not minor complaints, but like very specific complaints. Yeah. And they'll but read send you the, an email but the, about read it. To yourself, in your head, read the very first sentence. This person declares themselves uh, in this email to be a big fan, their words, of, of three different programs. So nice. Oh my gosh, that's so nice. I just opened this up. Big fan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I think, I think it's not, I think it's meant to show like how important it is that I not talk about poop on these shows anymore because they are a huge fan and they don't, please do not make me stop becoming a fan of the shows because you talk about poop. Don't drag John down. Sorry, John S. John John S. Yeah, (laughs) Everyone's got their (laughs) hangups. It's funny. <laughs> Lots of people thought it was funny. It was one line about a bathroom for diarrhea. Diarrhea. Yeah, I, got that jo- I got that joke spoiled for me by somebody's Twitter feed. I think it was probably you. Hmm. You, spoiled, you spoiled the joke. What joke? The I don't want to spoil it for other people. Hmm. Oh. But anyway, yeah, someone, someone mentioned Did the joke. Did you think it was funny when I talked about having a bathroom just for diarrhea? Because I'm so familiar with the MPU, I could back solve to the exact context and hmm. everything. And it was like, yeah. yeah. It's a chronic condition. Big fan. Yeah. It was still. It was good. It was still good in the moment. Big I fan. Feel like mm-hmm. it, it was even even with the spoilers. It was still good. The, the best part. The best part of this email is the last line, which <laughs> I think is supposed to be dead serious I and not so a too. slam. Say well. First of all, I think it's. I think it's a programmer. I think it's a programmer because they're putting the period outside the uh, quotation. Uh, marks. It could be from the. It could be from the UK. Oh, see, you were probably right. Uh, uh, save the crap for DBF. I mean, like it. It, it fits right. Yes. I mean, yeah. It is. Huh, how do you mean? Show. How do you mean? It's the poopiest show. Oh, you think it's the poopiest show? I think it was a boner show. Poop. It's the bon- It's the boneriest poop. poop. Oh, I was spe- all right. Speaking. <laughs> here's a tangent. Since we can't remember what point you were trying to make before I derailed you with yeah. the motion thing, uh, the, this is one of those. Speaking of old people not having good memories, this is a thing I remembered. Um, do you, Do you want to die? Is that what it is? You understand? There's two ways you you're, you're going to deal with this. You're going to be alive for a while. And then you're going to be dead. In order to be alive for a while, you will have to get older. Do you know that? Yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm familiar. And now familiar with, you're familiar older with the hour of time. still. Yeah. Okay. So, anyway, speaking of old people and their and their yeah, emotions, right. and, uh, yeah, and uh, and not remembering things. So yeah. this is a case where I re- remembered something as being very funny, mm-hmm. and <laughs> my memory of it, like I don't know if I ever really remembered it, but I had like. I had conjured an image in my head of what I thought it was and then reinforced that image over a long period of time. And then eventually I was driven to Google to like finally look up what it was. And what I found was slightly different and not quite in the same vein as what I had. That's a classic Syracuse moment. And I was disappointed. But anyway, I'll tell the version of the story that I remember because i think it is a good one and the actual stuff is also good it's not quite accurate anyway there was a there was a contest this is my recollection not the facts 
it was a contest uh, where people who write songs that geeky people like were competing in kind of a, a bracket, you know, uh, eventually getting it down to one winner. Uh, and they're, they're I it's like the uh, March, March Madness, but for ukuleles. Yeah. And, you know, they had to write songs and do all sorts of things. It was mostly, mostly it's songwriting. Uh, kind of like make, make a little song about this, you know, compare this person's song to that or whatever. Um, and the final round, again, this is my recollection. It's not the facts. The final round was Jonathan Colton versus Paul and Storm. Right. They had, they had beaten all comers. It's just the two of them. And this was the challenge for the final round. The final round challenge, which is very clever, was write a song in the style of your opponent. And so Jonathan Colton had to write a song in the style of Paul and Storm and vice versa. And we, you know, both these people, they're all very talented. I, that's probably a lot harder than it sounds. I've heard Paul and Storm, they do a, they do a good Steely Dan. So Paul and Storm do have good, to write a song in, in, the style, in the style of Jonathan Colton. And yeah. the song they wrote, which I did accurately remember, was, or close to accurately remember, was in my recollection, a song called Live, which was a very sort of passionate, melancholy song uh, from the, sung by a scientist singing <laughs> about uh, his sort of Bride of Frankenstein type corpse stitched together monster that he is making that he just wants to live. It's very heartfelt and earnest about his uh, emotions and melancholy <laughs> about the, you know, the, the Lady Frankenstein that he is making. So that was their attempt to write a song like Jonathan Holden. Pretty good, right? And it's, you know, an actual song with music and lyrics and cleverness and the whole nine yards. Not just like, I have an idea, but like they made the song yeah. and, and, you know, performed it and recorded it or whatever. And... Jonathan Colton, who I recall as being the winner of this contest, again, not the facts, just what I remember. <laughs> he had to write his song in the style of Paul and Storm. My recollection is that the title of the song was Fart, P Foop, sh something like that. That was the title of the song, right? And the entire song was just fart jokes and, and poopy duty heads. And <laughs> it was... <laughs> That right. must have been so, gutting. Because, all right, so they're both making fun of each other with their songs, like, oh, Jonathan Colton, always feeling these strong emotions about all your scientist monster things or whatever. But they, 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 took to, they took the time to, like, get inside of the kind of thing that he actually did. Right, and, and, and Jonathan Colton is like, more of like I'm, a commentary, a Mad Magazine commentary. He was going to go way, yeah, he's going to go way past. He's not just going to do, like, the accurate dig. He's going to say, like, uh, you are like a little baby poop baby to me. Because <laughs> you know, it, it, it wasn't like, Paul and Storm's very smart, and their lyrics are smart and clever and everything. It was like, but to me, you were just little pigs <laughs> in, wallowing in mud with your silly little words and your fart songs. Mm. The actual song John the Golden wrote was not titled Fart, Poop, Whatever. It was not, it was somewhat similar to that, but it wasn't as mean. Like it wasn't as sort of like that, that was kind of the joke, but it wasn't mm. as extreme. So for years I had built up this, you know, extreme version of his giant pollen storm slam. And they're, they're friends. Like there's not animosity between them. But right. like I think he was going for that joke, but the thing that he actually made was not as extreme. And not as me. That's a bummer. So I don't know if I was disappointing to learn that. Yeah. 
like or like a design totally manufactured and like i even i uh, could see him like before because i saw them live and they they told the story on stage the two of them are on stage together and they each performed the song after telling the story of the contest this was many many years ago this old. is sort of related to your bit about like oh, you don't even know how to make fun of me right like it would be it would be uh, or like even a, like a cyrano moment of like oh believe me i could make fun of myself so much better than you can make fun of me <laughs> But those two, those two, they do know how to make fun of each other. That's, yeah. that's why this this worked because the, the point they, they I like this contest, this final round wouldn't have worked as well if it was you know two musicians or bands or whatever that didn't know each other and they totally didn't know each other. So yeah, it, it worked out very well. I mean, that's why again, this was this was a, a quote unquote Jonathan Colton concert, but it was Jonathan Colton and Paul, Paul and Storm performing lots of songs together. I think it might have been been at Pax even. I love when they do that. I love when the two of them get up and sing with him. Yeah, no, it's the best. Yeah, um, it's, it's they, really it's, like, it's, it's they glorious. Chose, when they do like they uh, chose they do first to do of May, this. like the three of them. Uh, they do a bit. Yeah, and they I got some shakers I, and stuff. Like I just, I remember seeing them. Oh doing yeah, it. no, that cre- creepy doll. Like the best, the best performance of creepy doll is is all of them on stage doing it together. So good. They're they're like, so. Like I want to hear the, the the solo creepy doll. It's like where's where's Paul Storm with the shakers? Yeah, yeah, they definitely have the shakers. <laughs> This episode of Reconcilable Differences is brought to you in part by Pingdom from our friends at Solar Winds. You can learn more about uh, Pingdom by going to pingdom.com slash OOO. That's three lowercase O's. Ooh, it's summertime. But before you pack your bags and you set your email to out of office, you need something to tell you that everything is running smoothly on your site. And more importantly, when it's not. So you need Pingdom. Pingdom will. Uh, help let you know the moment that your site goes down in whatever way is best for you. You can customize how you're alerted and who is alerted depending on the severity of an outage. So when you're out of office, you can stay out of the office. Are you getting this, people? Yes, you're getting this. So take a vacation with peace of mind while Pingdom is monitoring your website. It's easy to get started. All Pingdom needs is your URL and they'll take care of the rest for you. I'll tell you a funny story. Um, this is really embarrassing. Last time I recorded uh, a, an advertisement for Pingdom, I was right in the midst of a site of mine being down. Okay, it was down and I had to find out from people on Twitter and it was really embarrassing, which makes me think, so. I, th- I think I need the Pingdom. I should know. I don't really know how to fix these things, but I want to know when they're down. I mean, I'm not a monster, you know? So right now you go to pingdom.com slash OOO. You get a free 14-day trial with no credit card required. And when you sign up, use that very special offer code DIFFS. That's D-I-F-F-S at checkout. That'll get you a cool 30% off your first invoice. And for a limited time only, this is so cool, enter for a chance to win a free out-of-office T-shirt. Once again, you go to pingdom.com slash OOO. Shirt's really funny. You can check it out. Go, go see it on your internet. You go to pingdom.com slash OOO. Our thanks to Pingdom for supporting Reconcilable Differences and all of Relay FM. <sighs> uh, yeah, I did. They don't talk about the lady. Let's wait till my chair actually gets delivered. UPS has lost my chair. I want to give a chair teaser. Hmm. I mean, yes, you're getting mm, you're getting a chair teaser. Just accept it; it'll be over quickly. Well, you know, I I reserve the right to to constrain the parameters. Yes, don't worry; I'll, I'll be totally constrained. All I want to say is that uh, oh, Merlin is getting about a new the chair. You talk about the crazy coincidence. Yes, that's what oh, I'm going okay. to say. Well, Merlin is getting a new yes, chair. Yes, yes. Merlin is getting a new chair, which we may or may not talk about. It hasn't arrived yet. It's supposed there to arrive yesterday. Anyway. I got two exceptions, two days in a row from UPS, and I just got the mystery this afternoon. I sent to John. I just got the mystery meat, like. 
<laughs> the the shoulder shrug. It's gonna be a, a, another bag of blood. Is what you're <laughs> another get. bag of blood. I got the shoulder shrug of, and the way it presents on Amazon is, eh, what are we going to do? We can't, your chair's somewhere. It'll arrive between today and next week. Or or maybe it or won't. Maybe, like, we don't know. Well, you know, if you haven't heard, <laughs> the beauty part is, though, I love the phrasing of, it was something like, it'll arrive between the second and the sixth. If you haven't received it by then, you may contact us the day after that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'll know by Wednesday or Thursday. But but I've I've sent you photographs of this chair before, and it is yeah. And I think yeah, I think we may have gone through this before. But I was smacked in the face with it anew because I recently, recently a year or two ago, also uh, replaced my chair with a different chair. My wife replaced her chair with a different chair. Blah blah blah. Uh, but both of us had had our previous chair for a long time. Your chair had seen better days like it was there was i no listen the part i'm embarrassed about is how much i spent on the chair that i'm replacing it with and i'm sensitive about that what i'm not sensitive mm-hmm. about is the condition of this chair which i've shared with you in the past and i think it made you very upset the 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 part where my thighs touch the edge of the chair has gone com- rubbed completely off it is now the 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 padding under it has rubbed completely off and just to harass you i sent you a photo of the chair not realizing that the somewhat distinctive no the distinctive factory generated pattern of the cushion was recognized by you. Yeah. So the chair that you are getting rid of yes. is the exact same chair that I got rid of. Which we which both probably bought big. separately in the late nineties. In the nineties. Yes. In uh, you know, in in different states. Mm-hmm. Somehow we both end I mean, you know why? Because like I'm pretty sure I got it from like Office Max or Staples. It, we, or like I bought it at an office. It was at an office depot. I'm pretty positive. There you go. <laughs> office depot. I can't even keep all the storage right. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean like I know what I'm saying is like I pretty de- it might have even been in a one of those closeout, you know, like everything's <laughs> out in front of the store. Uh, I don't think I paid hmm. what you paid for it, but like it's not a super nice chair. It was an okay. Yeah, no, when, when, when I bought it, I was incredibly expensive, and I hemmed and hawed about. But like it was two hundred and fifty dollars in nineteen ninety eight money, mm-hmm. and that was like two hundred fifty dollars for a chair. I'm like, well, it seems pretty sturdy or whatever. And I kept that chair from nineteen ninety eight to like two thousand seventeen. Yeah, right. So it was a well invested two hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> And lo and behold, you are finally getting rid of your chair. You're much more abused, uh, you know, than my chair. And it's the same damn chair. The exact same chair. Just a which difference I think, in color. And that's it. I still have to, I there's so much, there's so much, this thing takes so much maintenance at this point to roll. There's so much hair I have to remove from the rollers. Mm-hmm. I have to constantly uh, retighten. Oh, no, no, it's okay. It's, it's, it's stuff, not just hair. There's dental floss in there too. Mm-hmm. But then the, uh, and the chair, I know you took your arms off, but uh, my arms have to constantly be like retightened. It's it's oh. great. A lot of hairs yeah, so, though. Yeah. So my chair I got rid of because like I mean my cushions are not as destroyed as yours, but they had long since collapsed into nothing. Right? Collapsed into now. Oh no, like, I'm sitting on bare bone right now. Yeah. Uh yes. And the the chair squeaks, you got the squeak. Oh, right. Like, you, you, hear, you hear it all the time. Yes. Yeah. Uh but my wheel still roll. John? Can you hear it? I don't know there if you can go. hear that. Over the streetcar, can you hear that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe this is why they wore off. That's why you have to sit there, you know, <laughs> sit motionless during your podcasting. And But my wheels still roll and all my other stuff still works. And I took off the arms when I bought it, so they're not an issue. Yeah. Um, but anyway, my chair, I got rid of it. But now it is up in my son's room and it is his desk chair. So it it lives on. Yours, I'm assuming. Yeah, I mean, down to like on. the little accord. I'm feeling back here. A little accordion covering up the dingus in the back. Mm-hmm. It's the same chair. It's a slightly different color upholstery. Is it? But my, it's the same color. It's, it's just oh, you gray. Think mine's right? just worn down. 
No, they're know. both they're both exactly the same color gray. What makes you think they're different colors? Uh, I guess they are. Huh. Let me close up this email. Sorry about the poop. Uh, let's go look at this. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it could be. It looks so strange without the uh, arms on it to me. No, yeah, it's it's absolutely the same color. It's it's gray. Office Depot. is gray. Office Despot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll be Now expected August 2nd to August 6th. Well, my chair looks brand new compared to yours. Mm. Well, you know, I, I work hard, I play hard. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rubbing those thighs on the edge of that chair. <laughs> Try to get a fire going here. Yeah, that's exciting. So we'll see what happens. So I, um, suffice it to say, I don't want to talk too much about it because they sound like uh, some kind of a douche. But like, I thought, you know, I've had this one for a while. I thought 15 years was my estimate, but I am thinking I, I might, I might have come to town with this. But uh, yeah, I got a John Syracuse, I think a John Syracuse approved chair. We'll see no, you didn't. You're getting, the, you're getting the chair that my wife got. Oh. Which I also like. I you like the other one all by the this company. There's two that everybody talks about. Uh, no, I, the, my you're, chair you're is a different L? company. Oh, you got the A one. Hmm. No, I have, I have the Herman Miller Embodies, the chair I'm sitting Ooh. in right now. Ooh, that sounds nice. I like the way this one looks. But that is not the chair you're getting. You're getting the chair my wife has. Hmm. So I, I, ha- I, I have the chair your son has. I'm going to get the chair your wife has. Yeah, and I like it. I sit in it all the time when I use yeah. your computer. It's nice. I just, I just like this one a little bit better. You, uh, I watched a lot of YouTube videos. It looks like you can do a lot with the arms. Yeah, yeah, like take them off. Hmm. I, like if I, if I had known, I, that's good you for my. Buy... You it's good for my ergonomics if I do that. I mean, it's good what if for I don't have a keyboard tray? My you my know, keyboard comes almost to my breastbone, which is probably a little high. That's way high. Your arms, your arms should be at right angles. All should I ever the... heard was that your wrist should be lower than your elbows. Is that accurate? It doesn't be that much lower, but it should be like 90 degrees is your minimum. So your arms should go straight down from your shoulders, straight down to the floor, and then yeah. your elbow should bend at 90 degrees. Okay. Hmm. And now if, you're, if you want to go slightly op- more open than 90 degrees, mm-hmm. as in your hands get closer to the floor, fine. More, more, you're saying more obtuse. Uh, sure. You're saying, yeah. no, you're saying, no, I'm not trying to be cute. Yeah, no, that, you're right. Don't yeah. be acute, be obtuse. Like 91, 92, 93, 94, okay. 95 degrees. Whatever it takes. Okay. Got it. Okay. Yeah, I should, I should I should not be sitting at a at a cafeteria table. That's bad. Yeah. If you if you're reaching up, if if your arm from your elbows goes up towards your keyboard, your keyboard is too high. That's how you, that's how you scrape your tendons, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's all bad, it's all bad stuff. Um but yeah, I I remove the arms. If I had known that I could get the chair that you're getting without the arms, I could have saved myself some money because you can if you can find them without the arms, it costs less money. You know, um I thought there was something else useful I was going to ask you. Now I can't remember what, but you know what you should do? Um, let's put this in show notes. Every time uh, somebody on Slack asks you about, uh, it's more than RSI, but whenever people ask you, about, well, what's what's the larger superset of... No, you got it, RSI. That's the umbrella term. Okay. All right. Whenever people ask you about that, you always talk about a time that you were on a podcast. Could you mention, we'll put it in show notes, could you mention to our uh, listeners what that was, what it is, and uh, we'll, we'll put a link where they can find it. It was the Pragmatic Podcast, and I did an entire episode. Oh, the pra- just Pragmatic about Programmer people? People? No, oh, different. Sorry, different pragmatism. <laughs> okay, and more Hobbesian. And I have to go find. I need to. I need to find that link now. Let me put a reminder. Where, where is the links thing? I can't. Find it's it. in here. I already did. Oh. I staged the episode, so you can put it right in there, unless you decide to take it out because you decide this gets removed in the edit. And this, in that case, it can't be in the notes. I don't know what you're going to remove from the show. Uh, have I ever removed anything? How would I know? How sure. would I you know? Would, you would know because you're no, here when you we can't recorded prove, you and can't, you have Nice try. You can't prove a negative. 
I can't prove a negative. Yeah. Negative. Measure your negative. <laughs> Get the. <laughs> <laughs> have you, you haven't had your vacation yet, have you? I have. Wait, so you're all, you're all, you wait, I didn't get to the end of ATP, so you're, you're done. Donezo. I'm, I'm done. Okay, well, I'm, shoot, I had that and I, I took it out. I may never have another vacation again. Well, I was going to put vacation results in, but I think it's too late now. No, but you can do that. It takes mm, two seconds. We're never going to get to grid, are we? <laughs> you mentioned it, and I just. <laughs> I put it in, now go look at show notes. I put it up two weeks. And the grid clock. No. <laughs> Every time you mention it, it moves farther on to the future. <laughs> if you just don't remind people that it exists, no one will ever ask us about the grit. Mm, grit. It's the sign that promises the firework factory that's the problem. It's not not Reset arriving at the firework the factory. It's the sign. <laughs> so my vacation results, my vacation was successful in that nobody was seriously injured or died. Mm. Which well, is, is, that, uh, is that our metric? That is an important metric for oh, me. Oh, first, first dates we, and vacations. Don't end up in the emergency room. Or die. Or die. So, so, yes. so our, our vacations for the past several years, you know, well, we, we go, I, go, I go on vacation to Long Island. I grew up on Long Island. I love Long Island. I love mm-hmm. to be there. It's where I want a vacation. Um, and now that the children are older, they go swimming in the ocean. Basically unassisted by us like when they're little you dip their little toes in and you go to the little the bay mm-hmm. beaches you go to the sound and it's like yeah well, it's fun you just no watch them really the whole time about, though no no one's worrying about anybody dying because yeah you're right on top of them they're little tiny right. babies but, right? you're, but you're still but, watching them when they're in there now right yeah but now they're bigger mm-hmm. and yes you're watching but i'm watching constantly with the fear that my children one child in particular is going to drown and die because mm-hmm. they get older and they don't fear death but Death does not fear them. Um, <laughs> and so everybody surviving yeah. is an important criteria. Like it's, it, you know. I totally, I totally agree. I feel like, you know, seriously, like I've had the kid to myself for two days and I'm like, she has had, she's, she's, she has, uh, you know, g- gone to the restroom and she's eaten and she's had showers and she doesn't have a head wound. That's one for me. I really want to mm-hmm. avoid head wounds. You know what yeah. I'm saying? burns nothing going fire but like i feel like i can handle it but 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 the ocean stuff it's more difficult because it's like look i'm i'm not a lifeguard right i can swim i could run in and try to save one Mm -hmm. or more of my children but but honestly from riptides you try to tell them about riptides and they're like i just like i'll just freak accidents where they get knocked over by a wave and break their neck and die yes yeah don't read those don't read those articles you find them online you know or just or dry drowning do you know about dry drowning yeah, yeah. Or just like, Ugh. or like, here's the other thing. Uh, you, you're at the beach in the summer and the ocean. There's tons of people there. Can you keep, even keep track of your kid with all the heads bopping up and down and the waves obscuring your view? You've and like seen the, wave the, comes you've seen the comes 1975 back? movie Jaws. You know how hard that is yeah, to do. Like, are you, are you even looking at your own kid's head or are you looking at some other kid's head? Now, where's you don't your know. kid? You don't, you they're can't under know. the water. You miss them and now how long they have, have they been under? How you've long has their brain the been deprived? And now they're dry drowned. <sighs> so that is, that is a, an important, like, I'm going to say that my vacation is stressful, but that is a stressful part of my vacation is, uh, yeah, making sure my kids don't drown in the ocean. Because I want them to have fun, yeah. and they do, Yeah. Uh, yeah. but also I want them to live, and they did. So, good. success. Did your, did your lady friend have a good time? Yeah, I stayed longer than she did. She had to go back to work, which is, uh, you know, it's, it's mostly a bummer for me, uh, because she enjoyed being back home. Uh, by herself with no kids, mm-hmm. which is a nice, you know, a thing that, as she points out, she rarely, it rarely happens. Like, it 
no, she's there and nobody else is. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, I think about it constantly. It's like, it's the greatest gift you can give somebody. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because then also then they're going to want to be around you after that. No, it's not yeah. just a lady thing. It's an everybody thing. Like, it's, it's funny, though. I remember somebody saying a long time ago that, oh, boy, this is so sexist. I'm really sorry. But, it, but this is a sexist uh, thing I heard, but it's still a good notion about people in general. Uh, so, so, so leave us. So, okay, let me, let me, let me redact this for 2019. Um, uh, in the relationships that you have with people, um, there's only so many points that you can get in a day or a week. And there is, there is no 20,000 point activity you can do that buys you a pass for the rest of the year. But essentially in, in, in all of our relationships, it resets like the, like the clock on talking about grit. It just resets periodically. So like the fur coat is not going to buy you a year of doing whatever the hell you want to do. Same thing. Like, like if my family leaves the house for, how, how can I put this? The bioavailable, like, ah, house to myself, like somewhere between three hours and a day is really mostly plenty. I don't get five times more, ah, for having five days to myself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because you, you miss them eventually. Like You do kind of miss them and you wonder what's going on. You want to FaceTime like a weirdo. Yeah. I was saying it was more of a bummer for me because I was still on vacation. It's fun to be on vacation with people. Like she was going to work, so that occupied her time a little bit. And she was, you know, lonely eventually at the nights. But I was like, oh, we're doing fun things. It would be nice to do fun things all together. Um, but other than that, I feel like the vacation was a success. I did all the fun things that I normally get to do on Long Island. I took tons and tons of pictures, which is a fun thing that I like to do when I'm on vacation. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Good and you're food, good at it. Your, your photos are beautiful. You really do take wonderful photos. a bunch of relatives. Yeah, I, like the photos thing is kind of weird in that, like, I take lots of photos. I enjoy it. You know, we show them all the time or whatever. But I can't actually show the photos to anybody else. Uh, because they're all of yeah. people who are not. So the only the only pictures I post on Instagram are pictures of my parents who I feel like tough luck on posting pictures of you, mm-hmm. my wife and my kids. And then my kids, I didn't try not to put many pictures of them. And even now, I have tons of good pictures of my kids that I don't yeah. put on because you just want you yeah, know, just yeah, yeah. this is a judgment call, right? But this. Pictures. Other people are on this vacation. There's, there's like 14 people who are on this vacation, and I can't post any pictures of them really for the most part. And a lot of them are really good, but like, but no, I no one wants to see pictures of like my cousins or nephews or aunts and uncles or even sisters or brothers for that matter, because no one knows who those people are, uh, nor should they. So I feel like I have all these great pictures, a tiny fraction of which I get to show to the world. And you, but I do, you take just to be you know, clear, you do take you take a lot of photos, like a lot, a lot, right? Yeah, I just went through them today. I think I did like seven thousand this vacation. It's a lot of photos. Yeah, yeah, seven thousand, and it's a pretty. It's a. I was trying to see what the ratio is. Uh, like I, you know, I just use the the heart system, and you know, uh, either it's either a favorite or not, or whatever the heck they're called in Apple's photos thing. Yeah, I used to use uh, used to be easier. Used to be easier. Used to be better. Yeah, I used to use star ratings, but now I just do it with is it with a heart or without. So out of seven thousand photos, I got like seven seven hundred and seventy three favorites. That's pretty so good. It's like, so it's like one in ten. Yeah, no, that, that's one, actually one pretty good. Of my, of my, of my photo. Yeah, it's not. It's it, sometimes it seems like it's worse, but one in ten is about the the ratio. So yeah, no, okay. I guess we should, no. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I I'm making photo books. I think we talked about this before. I make photo mm-hmm. books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This has been a you guys. You've talked about this a lot on uh, your other program. Yeah, so that's one of the things I want to do with my pictures is uh, rather than making prints of them or whatever. They, they stopped, uh, uh, you talked about this. Uh, who talked? You talked about this. Jason's talked about this. They uh, Apple no longer has their relationship 
with the bookmaking company, right? Yeah, Apple used to in iPhoto and later in Apple's Photos program have a way for you to order books right mm-hmm. through the program. Here's a bunch of pictures. This is the program my pictures are in. I can compose a book. And it didn't. It wasn't great, but it didn't fight you that hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it, it well, was. Well, there's the, ones the that software. fight you. There's ones that fight you more. Let's leave it at yeah. that. The, the software wasn't that great. The books are very expensive, but the prints were nice. And yes. the main thing is, I, is I wanted to have physical world representations of some pictures because. We used to keep photo albums back before, you know, back when our cameras used film. And we do have a bunch of photo albums, but once everything became digital, yeah, I have all these beautiful pictures, but how often do you look at them? I put them on the screensaver on my wife's computer, so I do see them. Like, the screensaver is a random selection of my favorite photos from, like, all of history, so it, I get to see pictures. But I also wanted to have actual books. Mm-hmm. And so once I started on that path, I'm like, I'm going to make one book for every year that we went on vacation on Long Island. And so I retroactively did that, and Made tons and tons of books. And then Apple stopped making books. They said, we're not going to sell you books anymore. But third-party people can do it. But so it's not going to look the I, same on the shelf. That sucks. Yeah. So I try, I made all the books that I could before they stopped. But, you know, then they stopped making them. And so yeah. I tried out one vendor uh, that uh, said, oh, we're, you know, we used, to do the, we used to do the printing for Apple on the back end. If you get a book with us, it'll be just as good as theirs. It'll be the same size. Uh, that vendor is Mimeo, and so I tried one of their books. I like I got a reprint of a book that I had already printed, and I compared it to the one that came from Apple. It's exactly the same size. Hmm. Uh, the quality of the printing is the same. It's like great. I have found a suitable replacement for Apple. The only downside that I saw with my book that I printed is they had this little Mimeo logo in a place where there wasn't an Apple logo before. Yeah. I think, um, but it's like you know on the back sleeve of the book or whatever. It's mm-hmm. not you know so. Oh, it's not like a watermark or something. No, no, it's just like one place on the back dust jacket or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm like, okay, great, I've done it. That they're, they're this is you know you can tell it's identical. Like you can hold it up next to the book and put them right next to each other, and they're like, it's obviously this is the same company that was doing this, and the quality is the the same. So I said, I'm all set for next year. So this was 2018, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I 2019 comes. I go on the vacation. I take the pictures. I go through all the stuff. I go to make the book. Now I have to use the Mimeo software, which is a little bit wonky, but it's like, eh, I can I can make it work. Um, lay out all the stuff. First barrier I ran into is I think their page limit is lower than Apple's. I think Apple lets you do like 110 pages or something. This one will only let you do 100, which is kind of a bummer. I always, you know, have more photos than I can fit in a book. <laughs> so I had to make some hard choices, narrow it down. Then I go to, you know, I usually wait until the end and I say, I pick what the cover image is going to be. So I go pick my cover image. I go up there and I go to like type of the title of the book, which is imaginatively Long Island and then the year number. They're all called that Long Island 2004, Long Island 2005. That's just all that's all the book titles are. And I go the title and I'm like, let me look at the other book, one of my older books to remember what the font and size was. I look at it. It was Helvetica, Helvetica bold. And it was, you know, sizing varies or whatever. So I go and I type Long Island 2019 and I select all the text and I go to the font menu to pick Helvetica and it is not in the font menu. What? Because the Mimeo software comes with its own set of fonts. I don't know if it's a licensing thing or whatever, but they, they're the fonts that you get to choose from for the oh title of the book God. are <gasps> like a set of a set of no. 50 fonts that have nothing to do with the fonts that are installed on my Mac. Like these are fonts I've never heard of. Fonts that Could are they be not like on open Mac. source Googly fonts. Roboto was in there. You, you like mentioned Google or something like that. Uh, you know, Source Sans Pro was in there. Like I don't <laughs> right. know. It's open source. I don't stuff. know. 
And the fonts are fine. Like, there's lots of really nice fonts that would look good for photo albums. Scripty fonts, cool sort of gothic fonts, mm-hmm. serif, sans serif, everything you can imagine. But, but not the same. <laughs> but I just want Helvetica. I, I have I have a literal shelf of books, like, <sighs> you know, two and a half feet long. Oh, that's so frustrating. Helvetica. And Helvetica is not an option at all. So that was extremely disappointing. So, I, you know, I bit the bullet on that one. I said, fine, I am going to have no title and I'm going to take the photo, bring it into Photoshop, put the title in it on Helvetica, like <laughs> rasterize it into the thing, save it as a ping, no no recompression, right? Uh-huh. Shove it back into photos and say, here, Helvetica, which was extremely hard because it, the picture is bigger than the cover. Mm. So you, I have to like line up. You can, you know, move the picture around to get it lined up just the way you want, right? Mm-hmm. And then I have to like take that picture and bring it to Photoshop and figure out where the frame, like how it's going to be framed by the book cover and then put the the text exactly in the right position centered in that frame. So it took me like, I think seven or eight tries of like making the text bigger, realigning, exporting, putting it into photos. This is is, is worse than putting the sticker on your Honda. I mean, at least I got at least I got lots of yeah, yeah. chances to do it. But I, I eventually, like on my seventh try, I'm like, this is it's good enough, right? And I realize the the title's on the spine as well. Mm-hmm. I can't make that Helvetica, and I can't. There's not it's not an image, so that's just it's going to be the wrong font. So now oh, I have a discontinuity. No. Like the book will be the same size, Ugh. but along the spine will be whatever the hell. Yeah, what'd you pick? Font is. What'd you pick? It's like Lado or Legato or something. No, it is not. These are not font names that you've ever heard of. They're, no, because I know, feel other like, than like yeah, Ro- that, that, that's what I did. I think that's what I did to do by Friday show notes. And oh, see, now I want to know. Oh, but so now what do you do? You got to pick one now, knowing you. Are you going to just stick with that one for all time now? I mean, I haven't gone through what I just went through to get the Helvetica on the cover. I'm almost thinking like, do you really want to do this every year to go through the the 45 minute process of uh, importing and exporting from Photoshop over and over this iterative process? Like mm-hmm. I, what I ended up doing, and this is what I always end up doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a, a plug for a piece of software that you think you don't need. But if you're someone like me, you actually do need Xscope from uh, Icon Factory. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, really cool. You can like super zoom in and like to the pixel level. Xscope uh, is a thing that lets you measure stuff that's on your screen so it has a bunch of features you can mm-hmm. take a, a, it's scope like a little you, loop you can, that you move around yeah right? you can get a, but you can get a ruler uh, a vertical and a horizontal ruler you can make uh, frames like basically things that are just overlaid think of them as like things that are overlaid on your screen that are in front of everything mm-hmm. right yeah so what i and one of the things you can make are guides vertical and horizontal guides just a vertical line from the top to the bottom of your screen or a horizontal line from the left to the right so to line things up what i would do is i bring the photos window to the front put vertical gu- and horizontal guides in mm-hmm. and line them up to figure out the you know the l in long island what part of the the water does that intersect with and then go to, to my photoshop window and make a second guide and because photoshop has its own guides. i thought i invented this I, I i do that for parodies of things where like if i know the font is not exactly right but i stand i want to figure out the right uh kerning and everything where like i'll, I'll try and like exactly reproduce it yeah, because it, it's in some other window. Yeah, like, right. Or, you know, and eventually I just resorted in taking a screenshot of that window and putting it in a layer in Photoshop behind it and changing the opacity. And What'd you do? Is it, is it, uh, did you do a TIFF? And doing the overlay <laughs> pings. Yeah, they, boy, let me tell you, save for web and Photoshop CS6 does not like it when you try to save uh, like a 5,000 pixel ping. Like, Yeah, because knowing you, you're not going to be satisfied. You're going to want, you're going to want, if you can't do a vector, 
vector or whatever it's called. You, you know, you, you don't, if you've got to do a bitmap, it's going to be a very high quality bitmap. Yeah, no recompression. Yeah. It's yeah. full, full res. But then once I, once I export like you're sending the it to thing Bureau. from yeah. photos, I'm not going to recompress it with JPEG and make that the cover. It, it goes from, it goes from JPEG to ping and then from, you know, and it stays ping. Okay. Kind of thing. And it, Anyway, so I did the cover, and I'm not sure if I'm going to keep that up, but knowing me, I probably will. <laughs> but yeah, I used Xscope to try to like eyeball align things and uh-huh. these Photoshop layers, and it was just a little bit of a nightmare. Now, now you got to live and with then, that. Yeah, and then finally, I'm, I feel like I'm about to order the book. Another one of my these, these books are very expensive. Like it's like it's like twenty nine dollars for like a little dinky book, but if you max out the number of pages, like each additional page is like a buck or something, mm-hmm. gets expensive fast. But I'm like, yeah. but I don't care. Whatever. It's my you know. I'll and, care and my in house the past, you bought. I remember, sir. Sometimes you bought a copy for like for you and a copy for your parents. I made. I usually make them a different book. Okay, because I have to pick and choose. That's the thing about picking things. Like this I, is for the archive. The book, this is different. This is for the archive. Well, no. Even even in the book, I mentioned like I take tons of pictures, but then on Instagram, I only put certain ones. Right when I'm making the book for our family, I can't put in all the pictures of like the extended extended relatives. Like, I have great pictures of like my. Oh, this is like one of those things they ask you about at Google. Like one of those programmer questions. This is complicated. Because you can't, like, I don't, if I put in all the good pictures I have of all my extended family, I lose out on pictures of my immediate family. So I have to be brutal mm. and say, look, I'm gonna, everyone is going to be represented in mm. at least one picture. Mm-hmm. No one will be left out of the book. But honestly, it's going to be mostly pictures of my wife and my two kids. Yes. yes. That's what it's going to be yes. from, for our book. And I have to do that because I have a limited number of pages. Anyway, uh, I mentioned my house burning down because I have all these books lined up on my shelves. And if I if I do the math <laughs> in my head, which you should never do. That's your second you, time in a week you've mentioned that. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I, you like Dropbox. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do the math in my head and I look at those books and I say, each one of those books is how much money? Yeah. And how many books are there? Like, it's expensive. Yeah. And if the, if the house burns down, I lose all of that. And I spent hours mm-hmm. on every single one of those the books. Money, the money's bad, but, but but the hours, I mean, the tears and rain, that's all gone. Right, like how would, how would I... How would I you recreate I, that? I, I couldn't recreate. So mm. the old Apple Photos thing had a nice feature where you could save a PDF of your book and it would save like Ooh. each page of like, like a, you know, each two-page spread. Like it would save one big cover. Now that's, that's old Apple. That is some old Apple right there. Wow. Yeah. Full res images on like per page spread. So you basically have like one PDF page per two page spread of your book and then one really wide PDF page for actually, no, I think it's one wide PDF page for the dust jacket. Mm -hmm. And then for each page of the book, it's a separate page in the PDF. Okay. So you have a digital version of all your hard work. And then, of course, in the actual photos program, it's still sitting there, too. Mm-hmm. But the PDF is kind of like, like photos could break and die or whatever. And I just have this PDF. And they're big PDFs because they have all full res bitmap images. It's, it's a wow. silly use of PDF. Um, so uh, Mimeo, I'm about to order my book. And Mimeo has to save the PDF thing, too. I'm like, yeah, before I order the book, I should save a PDF. So I go and save the PDF. And it pops up a dialogue asking me for an email address. I'm like, what do you want an email address? And it's basically like... We'll make the PDF for you, and then we'll email you when it's done, and we'll mm. tell you where you can download it. Like, why don't you just make it on the computer? Mm-hmm. You're right here. You're you're a native program, like a plugin running inside Photos. Like, you're, you're a native application. Why can't you just make the PDF here? But whatever, I'll enter my email address. Enter the email, hit the thing. It spends a really long time uploading. Uh, eventually, I get an email. It says, here's your link. Download your PDF book. It's 176 megabytes, because that's how big <laughs> books are. The mm-hmm. images are high res. And I download the thing. Entire PDF is covered with watermarks. Every single page covered with Mimeo watermarks, just top to bottom, left to right, hundreds of Mimeo watermarks. So that you don't try to be a scoundrel and not get it printed. 
I don't, I don't know what they're trying to prevent. Well, it's doing, not the same the as a paper book. They're doing the wedding Am photographer I gonna, thing. If I could print my own book, yeah. I wouldn't be using your service at mm. all. I can't. I don't have a book mm-hmm. bindery, whatever hell printing press in my basement. If I yes. did, I wouldn't be using your product. Just give me a goddamn PDF. Yes. So yes. that annoys me. Because I'm going to give them a large amount of money to print one copy of this precious book that I made. Mm-hmm. I just want a PDF so that if my house burns down... I have that work preserved. Well, they're afraid you're not going to buy the cow. Yeah. So I sent them a message on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I hope their answer is, of course, when you buy the tremendously expensive book, of course, then you'll get mm. a P- fine. Like I'm going no, to buy the no, book. No, no, Give it's me. The, it's the wedding photographer thing. They want to be the uh, the the. But ver- they're my photos. They're all my. I have no, the originals. No, those aren't yours. Those th- that that <sighs> representation. I'm not a lawyer, but I'm pretty sure that no, those belong to them. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, so anyway, That's I'm lousy. Very, Ugh. Very annoyed by that, and I hope Mimeo gets in touch with me. Get it me together, to, Mimeo. Jeez. I think I, I, think I have, might have some people I know there. I can say, can you just, can you just yeah. give me a PDF without the watermarks? You're going like, to spend I'm the gonna, money. I'm going to buy the thing. Like, it's, yeah. it's going to... Very disappointing. This is how they get you, though. You know, this is, uh, again, you know, you just get ground up in the, in the teeth of those gears. Because, cause like, uh, you, you just, uh, you feel like a weirdo. Well, I'm glad you're getting them. Now I I, uh, I did set uh, all the show notes for a minute there in 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 Lato, not all of them. I'm doing just uh, one episode, and it's it's a pretty good typeface. Look at this. Check this out. See what you think of this? Huh? Better or worse? You like it? Is that the? Is, that, that's L A. That's L A T O. Yeah, maybe they're all Google fonts. I think they're Google. I think you got some open source fonts, buddy. Yeah, I mean, so you can look at it. It's like it's Helvetica esque a little bit. Yeah, kind of try here. like you can't you can't tell in okay let's see here let me go bold and we'll try that at like hmm yeah it's got a i mm, mean the g is wrong the g is not right for helvetica mm, no 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 but i'm saying this reminds the, me the one of, the one is wrong it's got a thing on the bottom this has got no oh, no no looks looks nothing like no no this looks like um Almost like an, like an officina or something. This looks like like a, a this a font that looked very modern in the nineties. Wow, officina, nice pull. Thanks. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's, that's officina? a mess. Officina was all no. the rage for a while. Yeah, this is the, I mean, it's sans serif. And... Oh, this looks no, but this looks no. This is much more. Um, no, no, this is much more English. This is much closer to like a metropolitan or a um, uh, like the BBC font or uh, than it is to Helvetica. Yeah. That G's anyway. kind of pretty though. Yeah, I don't I don't mind it. It's mm-hmm. not that it's an ugly to match. I mean it to match the other ones. Yeah. Hmm. What about lobster? Lobster looks good. They got lobster in here. Okay, well, that's right. Good. Google Docs doesn't have a lobster. Either. That's good. Oh, look at lobster. Does Google does Google Docs not have Helvetica? Mm, well, they want it to work across all the platforms and whatnot. Yeah. Lobster, Bowlby, Impact. They got Impact. They do have Inconsolata. Yeah. Oh, Merriweather. I like a Merriweather. Nocifer. Pacifico, syncopate, source code pro. I think you got Google fonts, my friend. The, there are Google fonts, but there's also a bunch of other ones. But mm-hmm. it's it's very disappointing because I'm on a Mac. My Mac has Helvetica, just <laughs> and the yeah. watermarks. Yeah. Anyway, do you uh, do you print any of your pictures? Do you have paper versions anywhere? Uh, some. I just sent you my daughter's yearbook. Well, this year was the first year my daughter and her yearbook got custom pages, so we got had to use a web app for that. I thought it was kind of a cool idea, though. You get to go in and, like, you know, put up photos of whatever you want, which I thought was kind of a neat idea. Sometimes I need to get back on the train. Uh, not a sponsor, I don't think, this week. But I need to get back on the Fracture train. Because I, I love 
I mean, I hate to sound like Marco, um, but I love the fractures that we've got. They, oh yeah, we've got a whole bunch. Of fractures they're real. They house. really are very good. And they, they are such good gifts. No, I should be better about that. Now that I have this large box full of hard drives, I'm going to, uh, uh, which you very kindly helped coach me through with your with your uh, other friends from the program. Now that I have an actual real Synology with real stuff in it, I'm going to try and go back through like everything that I fear looking at on the Drobo discs and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So like, I'm going to put a lot of that stuff together. Oh, to answer your specific question. No, we haven't done a lot of that. What have we done that for? I know well, we've done uh, fractures it. Fractures count. I said paper, but fractures count. Yeah, like, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, we've done, you know, it's so dispiriting. I feel like you've talked about this. I feel like Snell's talked about this. It's just something kind of depressing about the software for these things because they're right in that, 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 whatever the opposite of a sweet spot, the sour spot in, of like, they're difficult to use, but not powerful. Most of these things. And they don't look good. Uh, a lot of them. They're, they're definitely not fun to use. Like in this case, doing two pages of custom photos for my daughter's yearbook. Yeah, that was fine. We did that over a few nights. It was okay. But like these things, they don't look that great. They are very costly. It's kind of the worst of all worlds. Um, you know, we will do sometimes is we'll just print out, uh, get a bunch of photos printed out, uh, which is nice. Um, what do you do with the photos then? Now you got a bunch of loose photos. What do you do with this? Nothing right now. All the uh, they all the, the shoebox. Do they go in the fridge with a magnet? Mm, they can. They can. No, mostly I try to just be a a good steward with uh, my own management of this stuff, which is why the box of hard drives is appealing to me. Once I get my personally ripped media sorted, I'm gonna work on a lot of photo and video stuff. So, like basically, as I go, I've been grabbing. Like I've got all my old um uh what's that video camera I like? I've got all my old flip videos. They're still around. Um, there still are holes. I don't know what happened, but at some point, a bunch of stuff from my most interesting photography phase, like when my kid was little and I was using, um, a Canon and I was using Lightroom. I think there's holes in the collection that I want to find, but you know how you, you don't know how it is. Here's how it is. I'm dreading putting the drives into the Drobo. I've got two sets, two arrays of four naked drives somewhere in there. There may be stuff and I'm dreading screwing up the drives i'm dreading what's there and i'm really dreading what's not there you know what i mean it's like a heisenberg uncertainty drobo right now we're like as long as i don't know what's in there it's okay but like i'm afraid like like somebody was at my office lately and was like oh, why do you you know keep all these together or like why don't you do this with that and i'm like well i live in constant fear of like jamming an old 500 meg drive into something and it's actually part of a four disc array and then i'm mega screwed but to answer your question, no, we should probably do it more. But no, this is why this is Mark Pilgrim used to talk about this. You, you need backups for your backups for your backups. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and it sounds like you've got that sorted. Like, you've got all the stuff with all the backups and the things. Well, for the most part, my, the, the, my gap is all the all the photos that I took on a film cameras and printed and, and they're in photo albums. Those yeah. aren't, you know, those are it's still in photo albums. I, I would like to get them into digital form, but that is a huge amount of work. It is, but also that stuff's come a fairly long way if you're willing to do a little bit of legwork and willing to entrust hard copies of stuff to others. But like, you know, well, you know, we did that. But see, the thing, the thing about the photo albums, though, is we don't have the negatives for them anymore because the photo album photos are like, mm-hmm. we don't keep the negatives. Like, or maybe you have one or two of them, but like, and then the photos a, are like. But in the Syracuse style, like you don't have a system. Like you could not put your hands to the negatives for this book right now. 
No, like we don't have them. Like we threw mm-hmm. them out. Like yeah. you didn't keep the negatives for everything. And the second thing is the prints are very often, you remember those like 80s photo albums with the sticky pages? Yeah, they've all fallen apart. All of mine have fallen apart. There's just that you open it and it's just like a, it's like a drizzle of photos everywhere. But we have the opposite problem of where the, the sticky pages are so sticky that now the photos are stuck to them. It's like you can't take that photo out and give it to somebody and send it to a service. You can't even get it off the page. Like if you tried to peel it off, you would destroy the photo. Most of my photos were uh, water damaged in the garage a few years ago. So I don't think about it too much. I have a, I basically have a single giant beholder photo now. Yeah. Uh, we, we had the only thing we did that with is our wedding photos. We paid a huge amount of money to get the negatives for because this was back in the oh, day. Oh, that's like, that's like getting Frank Sinatra out of his contract. That's yeah. serious, though. But I figured like this is our wedding is already costing a huge amount of money. We're sure. going to get the negatives. So we got the negatives for our wedding photos and we have a really nice wedding photo album. Uh, and then we sent out the negatives to get scanned. Mm hmm. And so I have our, I have my wedding photos in the computer, fairly good. You know, that was a harrowing experience because I have to like send out the the one and only wedding photo negatives that we have to a service. We still have the printed thing, but like, sure, you're sending like, off well, your as negatives. Long as it's not there, yeah, yeah. And that, but anyway, they all came back. We got the negatives back. We got the scans. So I do have my wedding photos in there, and I have a whole bunch of scans that my uncle did of like black and white photos from uh, when my parents were were. Uh, when, yeah, some of them from when they're kids and some of them from when they're older. All sorts of, you know, all black and white photos from Levittown. Those are wow. amazing. He did those scans and I have them in my library. But there's huge gaps. It's basically like, I don't have anything from my childhood. Like, the, the world starts, like, when my son is born. Because when we got a digital camera, right? Mm-hmm. And it's really grainy back then. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everything before then is either non-existent, which is really disappointing because I wish I'd taken way more pictures of my room, for instance. Or mm-hmm. it's on photos that are fused to pages of albums. <sighs> I'm never going to get scanned. Kids, kids today are lucky. Like my kids are going to have every millisecond of their life documented and I'll, I'll keep that data safe. And if they ever want to see pictures of their life, they oh, they'll be, still be so happy. Yeah. So my life is basically invisible. 